Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. An Unusual Gift Part 1 of 3 by P.T. Wrights Chapter 01 Jack sighed as he made his way to college. At 19 he felt he should have more of a handle of his life than he did. He was stuck taking classes he didn't enjoy and working a job he hated to pay for those classes. He had barely any friends and he hadn't had sex in almost a year. Overall life was pretty dull. He sat down in his least favorite class, economics. Not only did he find the subject exceptionally boring, but it was taught by his least favorite teacher Miss Jameson. She was extremely attractive. Jack, like most guys in the class, had grinned when they first saw her walk into their classroom. She was tall, just shy of six feet tall, with long legs, curved hips, a small waist and generously sized breasts. There had been quite the debate over whether they were D or DD. She didn't just have the body, she had the face to match. She was very pretty with green eyes that was typical of someone with her red hair which she always wore in a neat bun. Obviously with a teacher like that, it was no surprise all the guys had been excited when they first saw her, but it had been short-lived. They had all soon realized she was a complete bitch. Always serious, always angry and always willing to berate her students for the most minor of transgressions. Jack had quickly learned to keep his head down, keep quiet and stay under her radar, which for the most part had worked. He folded his arms and rested them on his desk with his chin perched on top of them as she began her lecture. She droned on and Jack felt himself getting sleepy as he listened. He wasn't in the mood to take notes, so instead he rested his head on his arms. He didn't even realize he had fallen asleep until he suddenly heard someone shouting, loudly. He looked up to find the whole room staring at him and Miss Jameson seething with anger. I'm sorry. Am I boring you? She asked. No, sorry. Jack apologized. This was the last thing he needed today. So what have I spent the last ten minutes talking about? Miss Jameson asked. Jack tried to think. He looked at the clock and felt a pang of panic. He had been asleep for almost forty minutes. I don't know, he admitted, eliciting smirks from his classmates. Come see me this evening. We need to have a talk about your performance in this class. Miss Jameson clipped before turning to the rest of the room and continuing her class. Jack groaned. The last thing he wanted was to spend another hour with her at the end of the day. It wasn't like detention like back in high school. No, that was easy. Turn up, sit there for an hour, catch up on homework and leave. No, this was worse. This was going to be an hour of being lectured and berated by the queen bitch. By the time he got home, Jack was exhausted. He made his way back to his house, which was a short drive from campus. It was the only time in his life he had ever been lucky. It was actually his stepsister's house. She was seven years older than him and seemed to be the lucky one of the family. She had graduated from the same college he was now attending and landed an extremely high-paying job. 
which to Jack's fortune meant she would be spending most of the next four years out of the country. As such, she had let Jack live in her house. It was close to the college and meant that she didn't have to sell her house or worry about leaving it vacant for months at a time. So, other than a few weekends here and there when she would be home, Jack had the house to himself. He unlocked the door and almost missed the small box someone had hidden behind the plant pot by the door. He picked it up, briefly wondering what was in the small package, and went inside. He put the package down and made himself some dinner. He was on his way to bed when he stopped in the kitchen to grab a drink and saw the package sitting on the side. He had totally forgotten about it, and he picked it up. It was a small, plain cardboard box with no markings other than his address which was written in a handwriting he didn't recognize. He grabbed a knife and cut the tape on the box. Inside was another box, this one wooden. He opened the box to find a black shiny collar and a letter. Jack double-checked the address. It was definitely sent to him, but he couldn't understand why someone had sent him a collar. He hoped the letter would explain. To Jack, Hey kiddo, long time no see. I spoke to your mother recently who said you were having a hard time at college and with your job. She said last time she spoke to you, you had sounded pretty miserable. She also said she didn't think you had many friends to rely on. I was the same at your age, although college was a lot different in my day. There's so much pressure on you kids to be popular these days. Back in my day we went to college to learn, not to have popularity contests. Anyway I'm getting off topic. I did try calling you but your mother said your mobile phone was broken. Why does nobody have a landline these days? I wanted to tell you about what I've sent you so I wrote you this letter instead. Inside the box you'll find a collar. I know strange but stick with me here. It's about to sound stranger. That collar is magical. Press your thumb against the back of the pendant and it will bind to you. Then anyone who wears it will become completely obedient to you for 12 hours. I know. It sounds crazy. I thought the same when I first got it too, but trust me it works. There are only two rules. First the wearer must put the collar on willingly by themselves. No sneaking it onto people, that won't work, but they don't have to know what it does. Second it will always last exactly twelve hours, no more, no less and once it is done, it will return to this box. Again, I know how crazy this sounds, but it's true. Give it a try if you don't believe me, see for yourself. Also don't worry. Whoever wears the collar will remember what happened when the 12 hours is up, but they will be completely fine with it. I hope you have as much fun with this as I did, and it makes college a little bit easier to cope with. Oh, and the collar has some other features, but I'll leave those for you to discover. Lots of love, Grandad. Jack just stared at the letter. There was no way this was real. Now he knew who it was that had sent the letter. He recognized it was indeed his Grandad's writing. Or at least he was fairly certain it was if he remembered from the Christmas card he got every year. This had to become kind of prank he was playing. Sending him this collar and claiming it was magical. There was no way. Jack removed the collar from the box and studied it. It was black, shiny leather and had a small round pendant hanging on the front with a clasp at the back. It seemed completely normal. There were no markings, no inscriptions, nothing to even hint at this collar being magical. Not to mention that it looked brand new. Just to prove a point, Jack followed his grandfather's instructions and pressed the flat of his thumb against the back of the pendant. As expected, nothing happened until, much to Jack's surprise, the pendant glowed blue and Jack watched in amazement as the light seemed to wrap around his thumb before disappearing instantly. He double, triple checked the collar for some kind of battery or light, but found nothing. He started to doubt his own convictions that this was a trick. He couldn't find anything to explain what had just happened and began to consider maybe his grandfather was telling the truth. 
Next he started wondering who to test it on. He was too tired to think now. It could wait until tomorrow. He went up to bed, putting the collar on his dresser before falling into bed. Despite finding out magic may in fact be real, he was so tired he fell asleep almost instantly. When Jack woke the next morning he wondered if it was all a dream. He looked over at the dresser to find the collar wasn't there. It must have been a dream he told himself. He got up, showered and dressed before heading downstairs for breakfast. He paused in shock as he saw the wooden box on the counter with the collar sitting neatly inside. It wasn't a dream after all, but how had the collar got back in its box when he had left it upstairs? It hadn't been twelve hours. Maybe it returns there after being unworn for a while Jack wondered that he made himself breakfast before scooping up the box and heading into college. He walked there, it wasn't far and he arrived with plenty of time before his first class. He sat on the grass and wondered who to try the collar on. He debated telling Abby, his best and only female friend, but she was away for the week on holiday with her boyfriend. He still hadn't decided on a target when he got to class. The rest of the day went slowly, but Jack had decided who he wanted to test the collar on. For the first time since he started college, he looked forward to his economics class which was his last class of the day. He made his way in and sat down, paying attention to Miss Jameson as she walked in the room. She started the class and Jack sat thinking of a way he could get her to where the collar.it was nearing the end of the class and Jack still couldn't think of a viable way to get her to wear it. His grandfather had said she had to put it on willingly so that made things harder. He had a vague idea, but he needed to be alone with her. Thankfully even the smallest infractions in her class would usually land someone in trouble. Jack stretched his arms up and wide as he yawned loudly. Miss Jameson glared at him. Am I boring you, Mr. Stevens? She asked, staring at Jack. Sorry, just tired is all. Jack replied casually as if he didn't care. He could see her face seething with anger. Well, after all the sleep you got in class yesterday, I can only assume you struggled to sleep last night. Stay after class, we need to talk about your attitude. She snapped before continuing with her lecture. She finished up and everyone left the room quietly scared of upsetting Miss Jameson even when class was over. Jack watched them all leave and Miss Jameson shut the door before rounding on Jack. So do you think it's acceptable to fall asleep in my class and yawn loudly, not to mention the disrespect you showed me? She asked Jack in a tone that suggested she did not want an answer. I'm sorry, Jack said as sincerely as he could muster. That's a start I suppose. You were such a good student last year and yet this year you seem to not care at all. I don't really care what the reason behind it is, but in my class you pay attention and learn. Got it? She asked. I understand, Jack replied. Good now get out I have work to do. Miss Jameson snipped gesturing to the door. Can I ask you one favor? Jack asked causing her face to flare with annoyance. What is it? She replied. Could you try this on? It's a gift for a friend but I'm not sure how it will look. Jack lied while retrieving the collar. He held it out to her, and she looked at it in disgust. No. Why would I want to try on some cheap tat like that? I'm your teacher, not your friend. Now get out. She repeated dismissing him again. I'll make you a deal. Try it on for me and I'll be the perfect student for the rest of the year. Jack offered. Miss Jameson looked at him and then at the collar, before taking it from his hand and sighing. Fine. If it means I can get through my classes without you disturbing them, then I'll put the damn thing on. She grumbled as she fastened the collar around her neck. As she closed the clasp, Jack saw the pendant glow blue before Miss Jameson's eyes momentarily glowed blue to match. Miss Jameson? Jack asked. Please call me Alice, Master.
Miss Jameson replied. Alice? Jack repeated. Yes, I am your property, so it is only fitting you call me by my first name, unless you have another name you would prefer? Alice asked. Her tone was soft and subservient, very different from how Jack had ever heard her speak before. You're my property? Jack asked in shock. Yes, this collar marks me as your slave for twelve hours. Until that time is up, I am yours to do with as you wish, Alice replied. Jack couldn't believe his luck. He knew that she wasn't tricking him. Miss Jameson would never say such a thing, especially to one of her students, and even if she did, she couldn't have faked her eyes glowing blue. You will do whatever I want, Jack confirmed. Yes, if that is your wish. Whatever you want I want, she replied. Jack's mind reeled with the possibilities. He was a young man so obviously his first thoughts were sexual. He had the hottest teacher in the college under his command. He felt his cock harden in his pants, but he knew he couldn't act on it here. If anyone caught them he would probably be kicked out of college and Miss Jameson would definitely be fired, if not worse. Come to my house with me, he told her. Of course, master, Alice replied. Master, Jack liked the sound of that, but it would raise a lot of questions if anyone overheard. Until we get to my house, stick to calling me Jack, he told her. She nodded and obediently followed him out of the door. They walked together down the corridor, drawing strange looks from the students passing by. Jack whispered to Alice to follow behind him and pretend everything was normal. She stopped and waited until he was a few steps ahead before following with her usual glower. They arrived back at his house and Jack could barely get their key in the lock. He was nervous, but excited at the same time. Strip for me. He commanded once they were inside. The house was set back from the road so they didn't have to worry about passers by seeing his teacher inside. Everything but the collar. Immediately Alice began stripping off her clothes. Jack's heart jumped for a moment before he relaxed. He had half expected her to punch him in the face and was glad to see that the collar really did seem to be working. He watched as she removed her jacket, quickly followed by her blouse. Her large breast strained against her bra and Jack's cock twitched in his pants as he took in her body. She had toned abs, showing she must work out, there wasn't an ounce of fat on her. She reached behind her and unclasped her bra, dropping it to the floor. She wasn't undressing sexily, more like she was about to get a shower but Jack didn't care. Her large breasts hung from her chest, seemingly defying gravity with their perkiness. Jack stared at them with his mouth hanging open. He had seen plenty of breasts a few in real life and a lot on the internet, but none had seemed as perfect as hers. Alice continued to undress, she kicked off her shoes and unbuttoned her pants. Hooking her thumbs into the waistband and wiggling her hips, she pulled them down along with her panties in one smooth motion. Stepping out of them, she looked at Jack expectantly. He was too busy staring at her long, shapely legs up to her smooth, shaved pussy to notice. Do you find my body pleasing? Alice asked, breaking him from his staring. It's amazing. Jack muttered back before coming to his senses. He couldn't believe he had Miss Jameson stood naked in his house. His cock was desperate for release, tinting his pants. Alice stood there waiting to be told what to do, seemingly uncaring she was naked in a student's house. Pose for me, as sexy as you can, the sexier they are the more turn on you'll get, Jack told her. Alice smiled and began to work through a series of poses, holding each one until Jack told her to show him the next one. The poses got sexier as she went on until eventually she was on her knees, facing away from Jack with her ass in the air. He could see how wet she was as it ran down the inside of her thigh. It was too much for Jack and he told her to stay there as he stripped of his pants and underwear. 
Kneeling behind her he wasted no time as he roughly pushed his cock into her pussy. He groaned as he buried it to the hilt, and Alice moaned appreciatively. Jack kept himself there, enjoying the snug warmth of her cunt wrapped around his cock as he massaged her ass. Alice slowly worked her hips up and down, desperate for him to fuck her. You love being filled with my cock, don't you? Tell me how much you love it. He ordered. I do. It feels so good in my needy cunt. I never want you to take it out. She moaned. It seemed that if Jack phrased something as a command instead of a question, it made it true. You want me to fuck you. You're desperate for me to fill you with my seed. Just thinking about it is enough to make you come. Jack continued. He had spent over a year hating this woman and was enjoying making her his needy fuck toy. I do. Oh, fuck. I want to feel it inside me. Please fill me with your cum. Alice pleaded and she trembled as she had a small orgasm. Jack grinned to himself and began to thrust into her. He went slow and steady at first which was still enough to make Alice moan lewdly with each stroke. He felt his orgasm approaching quickly. He was so turned on he knew he wouldn't last long, so he picked up the pace, roughly slamming into his teacher as she rocked back and forth meeting his thrusts and pushing him deep into her as she moaned profusely. Fuck my needy cunt, fill me master, please, she begged. Jack grabbed her hips and slammed as deep into her as he could as his cock twitched and began to spray its load inside her. She cried out loudly, her whole body shuddering as she felt his hot fluids flood her insides. She trembled and whimpered, her pussy clamping down on his cock and milking every drop it could. Once his orgasm subsided Jack spanked her ass hard making her squeal before pulling out of her. His stomach growled and he realized he was starving. Make me some dinner, he ordered. Alice nodded and stood up, her legs shaking slightly as she made her way to the kitchen. Jack grabbed his clothes and went upstairs to take a shower. He took a leisurely shower, relaxing in the water before he washed and dried. He grabbed some fresh clothes and made his way downstairs. He found Alice stood by the table. A plate of food was on the table waiting for him. I hope this is to your liking, master. I use what I could find in the fridge and cupboards, Alice said with her head bowed. None for yourself? Jack asked as he looked at the food. It was chicken and some kind of sauce, green beans and potatoes. You didn't give me permission to prepare some for myself, so I shall wait until I am home, Alice replied. Jack enjoyed how subservient she was but didn't want her collapsing from not eating, especially when he had a busy night planned. Share this with me, Jack offered. Alice's face lit up. Jack had never seen her smile like that before. Really, master? She asked. Jack nodded and she smiled wider. You are too kind, master. They sat down to eat. It was a large meal and enough to share. While Jack could have probably eaten it all himself, he didn't want to be so full he couldn't enjoy the evening ahead. Once they were done, Alice dutifully washed the dishes as Jack went and settled into the living room. When she was done, she followed him and asked if there was anything else he wanted. Go upstairs. Second door on the left is my sister's room. In her bedside drawer there is a vibrator. Get it and bring it here. Jack ordered. He knew it was there from when he accidentally discovered it looking for his tablet computer he had let his sister borrow, and she had never returned. He waited patiently until Alice came back, vibrator in hand. I want you to sit there and use that on yourself until I tell you to stop but under no circumstances are you allowed to have an orgasm, he commanded. Alice nodded dutifully and sat down on the floor in front of him. She slowly teased her entrance with the toy, covering it in her juices before switching it on. It buzzed in her hand and she pressed it gently against her clit, gasping as it made contact. Jack watched with glee, 
his cock hardening as she sat and played with herself. He watched her as she thrust the toy deep in and out of her cunt. She had been going for almost thirty minutes, and was breathing hard as moans came in ragged breaths. She was now laid on the floor, one hand plunging the toy in and out while the other massaged and groped her breasts in turn. She looked at Jack pleadingly, she had been on the edge of orgasm for almost ten minutes, and it was driving her mad, but she wouldn't disobey his commands. Her body began to shudder as she started to lose control and she slowed down despite her desperate urge to keep going and push herself over the edge. Jack could see the desperation in her eyes as he stood up and walked out of the room. He returned a minute later with bottle of lube he had. He undressed and gently stroked his hard cock as he stood over Alice. Keep the toy inside you and get on your knees, he ordered. Alice obeyed, holding the toy deep inside her as it buzzed away and she got on her knees. Jack bent her over so she was all fours, while three as one was holding the toy in place. He grabbed the bottle of lube and poured some across his cock before putting some on his fingers. Alice gasped as she felt him press the cold liquid against her asshole. She had never done anal before, but if this was what her master wanted then she wanted it too. She shuddered as the toy worked inside her, keeping her on the edge. Jack grabbed his cock and stroked the lubricant along its length. Satisfied, he pressed the tip against Alice's waiting asshole. The lube was slick and allowed the tip to easily slide in despite her tightness. She groaned as she felt him begin to enter her backside. He kept pushing, slowly and carefully as he sunk inch after inch into her. She shuddered as his hips pressed against her ass cheeks, feeling all eight inches of him inside her. Fuck yourself with the toy while I fuck you, but remember, don't orgasm unless I say so. Jack told her as he began to slowly thrust in and out. Her ass felt amazing and gripped his cock tightly as he began to pound in and out. Alice worked the toy in and out of her cunt as streams of her fluid ran down her legs. She desperately wanted to orgasm, but Jack's commands made it impossible for her to go over the edge. She was in agonizing bliss as she stayed on the edge. Jack reached down and grabbed her large breasts. He had been wanting to touch them since the moment he saw them. They were soft, but firm and he squeezed them as he played with her hard nipples with his fingertips. Alice's entire body was buzzing with pleasure, each nerve ending felt like it was being teased. Jack picked up his pace and pushed down on Alice's back, forcing her to rest her head and shoulder on the floor as he pounded her ass. Please can I come yet, master? Alice asked. Tell me what you want. Jack replied panting hard from exertion. I want to come, I want to come while you fuck my ass, please master. Alice moaned. Jack felt his orgasm approaching as Alice looked back at him, pleading with her eyes. He nodded his head and almost instantly her body began to shake. Oh, fuck. Thank you, master. Oh, fuck. Alice screamed as her whole body trembled. Her legs spasmed uncontrollably, and Jack had her hold her hips to keep her from collapsing. He lowered her down so he was laying on top of her as he continued to slam into her while she trembled beneath him. The vibrator buzzed noisily on the floor. It had slipped from her cunt but she didn't care. The feeling of him filling her ass over and over pushed her from one orgasm to the next. Her eyes rolled back and her mind went blank as the pleasure overwhelmed her. Jack couldn't hold back anymore and groaned as he emptied his load inside her. He continued to thrust until every drop was emptied before pulling out and rolling onto the floor beside her. He lay there panting hard and looked over at Alice. She was murmuring happily as her body shivered in aftershocks of pleasure. Jack wondered if he had pushed it too much but she looked at him and grinned as she finally started to relax. That was amazing. She purred as she rolled onto her back. Her large breasts jiggled on her chest. 
Jack grinned and stood up quickly dashing from the room. Alice didn't move when he returned carrying a camera. He took a few pictures of his teacher as she grinned stupidly at the camera. Jack wanted to remember this for a long time but he would have to make sure no one ever saw these pictures. He looked at the clock. It was late in the evening and he had used half his time with the collar. Can you stand? He asked. Yes, master, Alice replied. She tried to stand but her legs wobbled and Jack offered her his hand. She took it and he hauled her to her feet. I think you need a rest, Jack told her, guiding her to the sofa. Despite disliking her when she was Miss Jameson the bitch, Jack found himself caring about Alice the slave. He sat her down and got her a glass of water which she gratefully accepted. They sat naked and Jack decided to use the opportunity to find out more about his teacher. She admitted that she knew she was a bitch, but loved the power she had over her students. They talked for a while longer before Jack asked if she had any fantasies of her own. I've never told anyone this, master, but I would love to have sex with multiple partners and have all my holes fucked at once. Alice admitted. Jack was surprised with how easily she told him that, but after what they had done he wondered why it had surprised him. Well, I can't help with that, but I have an idea, Jack replied. As much as he would love to see his teacher being gang-banged by three cocks at once, there was no way he was getting other people involved in this. Instead, he made his way up to his sister's room, hoping he would find what he wanted. He searched her dresser before moving on to the drawers and wardrobe. He was growing frustrated at being unable to find what he wanted until he noticed something strange about the wardrobe. The bottom of the inside was far higher than the actual bottom of the wardrobe. He looked down expecting to see a drawer he had missed, but found it was a solid wood panel. He looked around until he noticed a small hole that had been covered by one of his sister's jumpers. He put his finger in the hole and hooked it under the wooden panel of the bottom of the wardrobe and pulled. The panel came free easily revealing a hidden compartment underneath. He was shocked to see it was filled with a large array of sex toys and folded up clothing. Since when had his sister been into all this sort of stuff? He looked through the gags, vibrators, dildos, chains, straps before remembering why he was here. He grabbed a large but plug from the pile and went downstairs. Alice was still sat on the sofa casually stoking between her legs. Jack stood at the doorway for a moment watching her until she saw him and quickly stopped. Sorry master, I don't know why, but being here with you I'm constantly horny. Alice apologized. It's fine, in fact it's just what I want which may explain it. Jack replied. What would you like to do now? Alice asked spying the plug in his hand. She was excited to wear one, but slightly intimidated by its size. Until today she had never had anything in her ass. It was just a secret fantasy she had never dared act on or tell anyone. Well, I can't invite two other people to come and fuck you so I want to you wear this while you fuck yourself with the vibrator and suck my cock. Jack explained. He felt a confidence he had never felt before. In the past he had always been timid when it came to sex, usually letting the woman take the lead and never voicing his own desires. With Alice under his complete control though he felt powerful and confident. That sounds fun, thank you master. Alice beamed. She was tired and sore from their earlier activities. But she didn't care, she wanted to please her master, and the idea of sucking his cock while both her holes were filled turned her on. Jack gave her the plug and lube as she climbed off the sofa, placing the large toy on the floor and covering it generously with lube. She knelt down with her back towards Jack and lowered her ass to the toy. She felt it begin to push into her and groaned as it began to stretch her ass. She had to go slowly, letting her ass stretch and expand to the large invader. For several minutes she lowered herself onto the plug over and over. 
Jack's cock grew hard as he watched it spread her cheeks as slowly it started to slide in. Alice gritted her teeth as she reached the widest part. Her ass felt like it was being split in two. She was bordering on pain and pleasure when suddenly the toy slid in and her asshole contracted around the thin base. She groaned as it settled inside her. I feel so full. She moaned to Jack. He took a seat on the sofa and looked at Alice. Crawl and get the vibrator, he said. It was still laying on the other side of the room and Alice crawled towards it, giving Jack a great view of the plug sitting between her cheeks. Each little movement caused it to move inside her as its large girth pressed against the insides. She crawled back to Jack, who was sat stroking his cock as he watched her. He watched as she leaned back and pushed the vibrator into her wet cunt and switched it on. Allow me. She smiled, grabbing Jack's cock with her free hand while the other plunged the toy in and out of her. She stroked it gently before taking the tip into her mouth and swirling her tongue around it. Jack felt like he had won the lottery. Her tongue knew exactly where to lick and tease. He couldn't believe how this day had turned out. He groaned as she took him deeper into her mouth before backing off. Her hair ticked his thigh as she began to bob up and down, and her hand massaged his balls. She began to moan around his cock as she continued to fuck herself with the vibrator. Her actions became uncoordinated as she orgasmed. She slipped his cock free from her mouth and stroked it gently as she took a moment to calm down. She wrapped her lips back around his cock and used both her hand and mouth to pleasure him. She let go and leaned forward, pushing his cock deeper into her mouth until it slipped into her throat. She moaned as her nose pressed against his stomach, sending the vibrations through his shaft. She slid back and took a breath before taking him deep into her throat once again. She began to bob her head up and down, using her throat to massage his cock and Jack groaned. He suddenly grabbed the back of her head and pushed down, pulling him hard onto his cock and he came straight down her throat. She didn't resist as he pumped load after load into her which she dutifully swallowed down. Her eyes watered as she started to run out of air and Jack let her go. She slid back his cock sliding from her mouth and spreading a trail of drool and come across her chin. She leaned back and began to fuck herself hard and fast with the vibrator. She moaned loudly and grabbed mindlessly across the wooden floor trying to find something to grip as she reached orgasm. Her breasts bounced and wobbled as she bucked her hips, slamming her ass onto the floor and causing the plug to push deeper inside her. Jack watched as she came hard, her legs flailed and her toes curled as her abs tensed, showing off her impressive muscles. Suddenly she pulled the toy from her cunt as a torrent of juices flowed free. She collapsed back panting hard her body covered in a layer of sweat as she grinned at Jack. He looked at the time. He had three hours left before the collar wore off. He wanted to make use of it but was worn out, and while he was sure Alice would try and do everything he asked, she seemed pretty beat too. Instead he made them both some tea and they sat and talked on the sofa. Jack was aware she still had the large plug inside her. Alice cuddled up to him and fell asleep and he decided to take a nap too. It was a couple of hours later when he was woken by her moving. He groggily opened his eyes and looked up at her. Leaving? He asked. Of course I am. She snapped back to Jack's surprise but then he noticed she was no longer wearing the collar. He looked at the clock and guessed their time had run out almost twenty minutes ago. He looked at Alice, terrified of how she was going to react or if she was going to tell anyone. Alice Dash. He began. That's Miss Jameson to you, she replied, walking away from him in search of her clothes. Miss Jameson, I'm... Sorry, Jack said as he followed her. Even now, he couldn't take his eyes off her toned ass. Sorry for what? She asked as she found her clothes in the hallway and bent over to pick them, showing the large plug still between her cheeks.
for using the collar on you, Jack replied trying to ignore the swelling of his cock. You do not have to be sorry, you didn't force me to wear it I chose to of my own accord. Yes I did not know what it would do, but it was still my choice to put it on. As for what happened between us, I expect you to keep that to yourself. As for the pictures you may keep them and I will be keeping this plug. She replied with a slight smile. Jack nodded his head and agreed as she got dressed. She finished buttoning up her blouse and left without another word. Miss Jameson set off walking home, smiling as she felt the large plug bounce inside her with each step. She hadn't realized it, but her experience with the collar had changed her, and she didn't even question why she had fucked a student, or why she was now getting extremely turned on walking down the street with a plug in her ass. All she knew was that the best sex she had had in ages and had never been so turned on in her life. Jack shut the door behind her, being careful to stay behind it so no one could see he was naked. He quickly rushed to the box that contained the collar and sighed with relief when he found it there. He couldn't believe the day he had had. He vaguely wondered if it was a dream, but was fairly certain it was not. The possibilities this opened up to him made him grin in excitement. He wondered who he could use it on next or if it would be possible to persuade Miss Jameson to wear it again. He pondered the choices as he made his way to bed. He was sore and extremely tired. Having an all-evening-slash-night-fuck fest with his teacher had been a like a fantasy come true, but now he was beat. Maybe next time he would have to plan things out a bit better. As much fun as sex was, there were plenty of other possibilities the collar provided. Chapter 02 It had been a week since Jack had received the magical collar from his grandfather, and so far he had only used it on his teacher Miss Jameson. He had been waiting to see if there were any consequences to his actions but it seemed he was in the clear. He had seen her most days at college and noticed that while she was still a bitch, she seemed kinder towards him than she had before. He noticed she would look at him in class when she thought he was looking and would quickly look away when he looked towards her. He had been checking out her ass as she was bent over one day, enjoying remembering it naked, when he swore he had seen the outline of the base of the butt plug she had taken sitting between her cheeks and pressing out the material of her pants. She had stood back up too quickly for him to be sure but he wondered if she had now taken to wearing it to work. As he sat in her class trying to suppress the erection he was now sporting thanks to his imagination he thought about tomorrow. Today was Friday, which would make tomorrow Saturday, and he had invited Abby to his house in the morning. She was his only female friend and his best friend. She was pretty and had a good body, but thanks to her small breasts and weird personality she was as much an outcast as Jack was which was why they were such good friends. Despite her quirkiness, As she liked to call it, she had somehow ended up in a relationship with a rather normal guy. Jack had decided to tell her about the collar. Not only because it was killing him not being able to talk to anyone about it, but because he wanted her help on ideas of how to use it. So he got home, went to sleep early and waited for Abby to arrive the next morning which she did exactly on time. It was one of her quirks, always arriving on time and if she was ever early, she would wait outside until the exact minute she had agreed to be somewhere even though Jack would have been happy to let her in earlier. Morning. She chirped cheerfully as she entered his house. Morning, want some coffee? Jack asked redundantly. Abby rarely went without some form of caffeinated drink in her hand. Of course, she replied. He poured her a cup and handed it to her. She took a sip before staring at Jack. So why the urgent meeting so early in the morning? Jack looked at her before answering. She had brown hair with matching brown eyes and intense stare that most people found unnerving, but Jack found endearing. Her makeup was done flawlessly as always, 
her eyeliner and perfect wingtips. Jack knew she always did her makeup to cover up the few acne scars she had which she hated, although unless she pointed them out, most people wouldn't be able to see them. She had on her black denim jacket which was like a second skin, she always had it on. Usually with matching black jeans which today was no exception. Her style seemed a mix of goth meets librarian meets hipster. Jack always thought she could be one of the popular girls as she dressed the part but she wasn't interested. It was part of why he was best friends with her, she was genuine to a fault. He took a deep breath before telling her why had invited her over. I got a gift from my grandfather, a collar. He started. A collar? That's a weird gift from a family member. Abby interrupted with a chuckle. It's not just any collar, it's magical. It makes anyone who wears it my slave for twelve hours. Jack continued. Abby looked at him before bursting out laughing. Good one, what's next a pair of slippers that let me fly? She asked sarcastically. I'm serious. Here look at it. He said handing her the collar. She took it and turned it over in her hands. Looks like a normal old collar to me. I have loads of similar ones at home. Abby replied dismissively. I swear to you I'm telling the truth. Jack pressed on. How does it work? Abby asked, humoring him. I pressed my thumb to the pendant, and it bound it to me. Then anyone who wears it after that automatically becomes my slave. He explained. What like this? Abby asked as she pressed her thumb to the pendant. Just as before when Jack had done it the pendant glowed blue, and the light wrapped around Abby's thumb. Wait dash. Jack began but it was too late. Oh wow neat trick. Abby exclaimed looking for a light or something hidden in the collar. It's not a trick, it's now bound to you. Jack explained. What so anyone that wears this now becomes my slave? Abby asked. Yes but only if they put it in willingly and only for twelve hours. Jack reminded her. Put it on then. Abby grinned holding out the collar. Why would I do that? Jack asked. To prove it works. I still don't believe you so put it in and prove it. Abby grinned. Why do I have to wear it? Why can't you that'd prove it too? Jack argued. Because I know you and if I put it on you'd probably just make me some sex slave for twelve hours. Abby teased. Jack rolled his eyes in dismissal. Although considering how he had treated Miss Jameson she wasn't far wrong. Not that he would do that to Abby though. Even if he had always had a crush on her she was in a relationship and he respected that. Not happening. Jack replied shaking his head. Make you a deal. If you wear it and it works, you'll be my slave for today. But in exchange I'll wear it tomorrow for you. Abby offered. Jack paused at that proposal. It would be fun to have Abby under his control for the day and he wasn't too worried about what Abby would make him do. All right deal. I'll put it on now and you come back tomorrow and then it's your turn. He smiled taking the collar from her. He had been wondering all week how Miss Jameson has felt under the control of the collar and was curious about experiencing it himself, not from any desire to be controlled, but just to see what it was like and he couldn't think of anyone else he would trust to be in control other than Abby. He took the collar and wrapped it round his neck. He had to fiddle with the clasp for a minute to get it to close, but it snapped shut. Almost instantly he felt his mind change. He had an overwhelming desire to be submissive and serve Abby in any way she wanted. All his previous reservations went out of the window, and he knew he would happily do anything she asked. So, is it working? Abby asked. Yes, mistress. I can feel it. Jack replied and Abby's eyes went wide as she heard him say mistress. Very funny, how do I know it's working? Abby asked. I think that's simple, mistress. Just command me to do something I wouldn't normally do. Jack answered.
Okay, first stop calling me mistress and second, let's see. Strip naked and run down the street and back. Abby grinned. She still didn't believe the collar really worked and wanted to see how far Jack would go to trick her, but she knew that he would never ever do that. To her surprise, Jack simply agreed and began undressing. She watched as he removed his t shirt. She still thought he was bluffing and would stop before he got completely naked. He kicked off his shoes and undid his pants. This was it, Abby thought. He'll take off his pants and leave his boxers on, but won't go any further. To her shock, Jack pulled his pants and boxers down and kicked them off. Standing before Abby completely naked and unashamed, he made his way to the front door. Stop! Abby shouted and Jack froze. She couldn't believe it. He was actually going to do it. The collar really did work. And now he was stood in front of her completely uncaring she was seeing him naked. She stared at him with her mouth hanging open. Abby? Jack asked. She shook her head before bursting out laughing. Oh, this is amazing. It actually works. How does it work? Who made it? This is incredible. Abby burbled. Jack simply stood there. He was happy to wait as long as she wanted until she gave him something else to do. How does it feel? Abby asked. It feels good. I just want to serve you however you like. Jack replied. Okay, this is weird. At least act like normal Jack, please. Abby commanded. Instantly Jack felt his mind return mostly back to normal. There was still a desire to serve Abby however she wanted, but he was also more aware of his own normal feelings and desires. He also was aware of the fact he was naked and dashed for his clothes, pulling his boxers and pants on quickly. Christ you're worse than me. Put the collar on me and have me naked in less than a minute. Jack complained. Sorry, I just didn't think it would work. So how does it actually feel? Abby asked again. It's strange, since you said act like me I feel mostly normal, just with this nagging in the back of my mind to do whatever you tell me. Jack admitted. So if I told you to stand on one leg you would? Abby asked. Yes. Jack replied. Then why aren't you? Abby asked. You only asked if I would, you didn't tell me to. Jack answered. Okay, stand on one leg. Abby ordered and Jack raised his left leg, balancing on his right. Can you put it down? She continued. No, not unless you tell me to. Jack replied. He could feel the command in his brain. He knew that normally he wouldn't want to stand on one leg and would want to put his right leg down. But right now, as long as Abby wanted him to stay on one leg, he wanted that as well. Okay, you can put it down. She told him and he did. This is odd. Jack commented. Cook me breakfast, bacon and eggs. Abby commanded. Sure. Jack replied as he moved to the fridge. He cooked them both breakfast. He found since she had ordered him to be himself and hadn't commanded him to not cook any for himself, he was able to make himself breakfast as well. They sat and ate breakfast with Abby gushing over how amazing this collar was. She seemed as excited about it as Jack was. After they finished eating she ordered him to clean up, something she knew he would normally leave as long as possible and Jack found himself enjoying cleaning for once. So tell me. Who have you used the collar on so far? Abby asked. I mean you knew it worked so you must have tried it. Miss Jameson. Jack admitted. He had sworn not to tell anyone, but he felt compelled to tell Abby and had no reservations about doing so. What? How? Abby asked. I asked her to try on the collar and she did. Jack said simply. And what did you do? Abby asked although she was fairly certain she could guess. Jack confirmed her suspicions of fucking her brains out. She knew Jack that it didn't surprise her, 
and she was actually a little jealous. Show me whatever photos or videos you took, Abby commanded. She didn't even have to ask if he had taken any, she knew full well he would have done. Jack left the room and returned with his camera a few moments later. He showed Abby the pictures of Miss Jameson naked and in various positions. Holy shit, Abby muttered as she looked. She felt herself getting turned on looking the photos. Being bisexual she had been as excited as the guys had been when they first saw Miss Jameson, but her horrible attitude and boring class had made Abby drop economics after the first year. She was extremely jealous of Jack right now. So tell me who else do you plan on using this collar on and what you plan on doing? She ordered. Except for you tomorrow I haven't chosen anyone else to use it on. That's why I invited you over. I've got a lot of possibilities, but need your help deciding who and how. Jack answered. Abby smiled. She found the fact Jack wanted her help and trusted her enough to tell her very sweet. Let me guess, most of your ideas involve fucking? Abby asked. Jack nodded and grinned in confirmation. You're such a guy. You have the power to make anyone do anything, and you can only think about sex. And you wouldn't do the same if you were single? Jack asked. I would at least use it to try and improve my life. How did Miss Jameson react to everything once the collar came off? Wasn't she super angry? Abby asked. No, it seems like as long as they put it on willingly anything they do while wearing the collar they just accept as part of that choice and are okay with it. Jack answered. What happens if I command you to do something once the collar is off while you're still wearing it? Abby asked. Honestly, I don't know. Jack answered. I guess we will find out. For now, though, I have. Abby began, looking at her watch. Ten more hours of you as my slave. So as such we are going shopping and you are going to enjoy every minute of it and carry everything for me. They went to the local mall and Abby dragged Jack around a few shops. She found it strange, but actually more enjoyable than usual. Jack still acted like himself for the most part, but instead of his usual complaining about how long they had been there he seemed excited every time she mentioned a new shop for them to go to. Not to mention the fact he happily carried all her bags. They spent six hours walking around shops. Jack's legs ached, but he didn't mind. He had never enjoyed shopping before and he knew it was because of the collar, but he was having a lot of fun. Abby took him to one end of the mall to a sex shop and ordered him to wait outside. She was in there for almost half an hour before she came out carrying a couple of bags which she gave to Jack and commanded him to not look inside. They finally left and went to Abby's. She had her own house, bought and paid for outright in her name by her parents. They were a very wealthy family which was how Abby afforded such extravagant shopping trips so often. She ordered Jack to put away her new outfits and tidy her room. She left the two bags from the sex shop though. Jack knew he should be curious about what was inside, but found he didn't care. She didn't want him to see and because of that he didn't want to see. By the time he was done there was only just over half an hour left before his collar was due to come off. You know, since you've been such a good slave I think you deserve a reward. Abby grinned. She knew Jack had always had a crush in her, and she had always had one on him, but had been waiting for him to make the first move. When it never seemed like he would she had finally relented to going on a date with Eric, her ex-boyfriend, although Jack didn't know that. After seeing Miss Jameson naked earlier, and having Jack under her completely control all day she was extremely turned on. Not to mention she hadn't been able to stop thinking about Jack's cock since she saw it. Stand there quietly. Abby ordered as she knelt in front of him and unzipped his pants. She pulled them down along with his boxers and his cock sprang free. It was soft and quite small compared to Eric's, 
but Abby didn't mind. She gently teased and stroked it as she felt it begin to swell in her hand. She could see the look of confusion on Jack's face, but he was being good and doing as he was told and keeping quiet. Abby was surprised. His cock was only halfway erect and had already grown substantially. She guessed it was true after all and not some lie guys made up, some really were growers and not showers. She took his half-erect cock in her mouth and began to lick and suck the tip, quickly bringing it full hardness. It was now larger than Eric's was when he was fully erect and Abby was surprised Jack was so well endowed. His head filled her mouth and strained her jaw slightly to keep it open wide enough. She began to bob up and down, running her lips back and forth over the tip as her tongue lapped at his slit and tasted his pre-cum. She used her hand to stroke the base of his shaft and looked up at him. He was looking down, enjoyment on his face, and he was breathing hard. She doubled her efforts. She had one more plan after this that she wanted to test before the collar came off. She took him as deep as she could and gagged as his large head hit the back of her throat. She had practiced deep-throating on small toys and could just manage it, but his cock was far too large. She worked her mouth over as much of his length as she could. She wondered how much time she had left and eyed the clock. Twenty minutes. Hopefully enough time. I want you to count to ten in your head and when you reach ten I want you to blow your load into my mouth and have the best orgasm you've ever had from a blowjob. Abby ordered wondering if that would work. She counted to ten in her head along with him, and as she hit ten she felt his cock twitch before his seed flooded her mouth. She swallowed fast but there was a lot and some escaped down her chin. He emptied rope after rope of his sticky seed into her mouth as his legs trembled. Finally the torrent stopped and she licked his cock clean before cleaning her face. Jack had a satisfied grin on his face which soon went as she commanded him to get in the bed on all fours and not speak. He wasn't sure what she was doing but was happy to comply with her request. She rummaged around in the two bags from the sex shop before she found what she was looking for. Now I'm going to put this plug in your ass and you're going to love it. Even after the collar comes off you're going to love the feeling of it filing you. You'll be constantly turned on. But you won't be allowed to take it out or orgasm until I see you tomorrow morning and you won't complain about it at all. Abby commanded as she removed the butt plug from its box. It was medium-sized and she covered it with plenty of lube. She knew Jack wouldn't enjoy this normally doubt IT wasn't that he would hate it. He had admitted to her before once while drunk that he had once gone home with a girl who had insisted he wear one so rather than turn down getting laid he had worn it. Apparently it had only been small anyway. He had told Abby that while it didn't bother him that much wearing it, it had done nothing to excite him. So she had decided, if he was still wearing it, and enjoying it when she saw him tomorrow, then commands could stay in effect even after the collar came off. Relax, Abby ordered as she pressed the toy against his clenched asshole. She instantly saw it relax and began to push the toy in. Jack gasped as it began to stretch his back door. He felt the tip slide on and shivered in delight. As more and more of the toy filled him his cock got harder until it was fully erect. He moaned slightly as the last of the toy slipped into him and his ass shrank around the base, holding it firmly in place. Abby chuckled she had debated other methods of testing her theory, but after knowing what he did to Miss Jameson, she felt this was a fitting taste of his own medicine. Get dressed and sit here, Abby commanded. Jack got off the bed and got dressed before sitting beside her. She watched the clock. The collar would be coming off any moment now. They sat and waited until suddenly the collar vanished from around his neck. While my legs hurt, Jack complained as soon as he was free. Abby was surprised that he hadn't complained about the toy in his ass. And how does the toy feel? Abby pressed. 
Really good. Jack blushed. Without he collar he suddenly felt shy wearing such a thing in front of Abby. But he couldn't deny how good it felt having his ass filled by the plastic toy or how hard his cock was right now. Well you should get going. It's getting late. I'll be at yours tomorrow. Abby smiled. Jack got up and made his way out. He walked back to his house and was breathless by the time he got home. Each step had caused the toy to move inside him and built up a well of pleasure, but he knew he wasn't allowed to remove it or orgasm until he saw Abby again. He didn't even question that or consider it going her commands and masturbating anyway. He simply got undressed and climbed into bed. He woke up the next morning the toy still in his ass. It felt good and his cock agreed as it stood at attention. He got out of bed and made some coffee while waiting for Abby to arrive. She turned up right on time and knocked on the door. He opened it and smiled at her before suddenly rushing to the bathroom. He slammed the door behind him and pulled his cock free. It seemed the command had been pretty specific about not orgasming until he saw Abby, but now he had seen her, he desperately needed release. He stroked his erect cock and in less than ten pumps had the most powerful orgasm he could ever recall having. He sprayed his load onto the floor as his knees shook. The toy in his ass only added to the stimulation and he groaned loudly. Finally satisfied he reached back and pulled the toy free which sent a shiver of pleasure up his spine. Satisfied, he threw the toy in the sink to wash later and went to find Abby. She was stood in the kitchen drinking a cup of coffee and smirking at him as he entered. So latent commands work then. She giggled. Shut up. Jack replied as he poured his coffee. I'm sorry I just couldn't resist. Abby replied. Jack looked at her then noticed the two bags she had brought with her. What's with the bags? he asked. Ask me after I've put the collar on. Abby replied, her cheeks blushing. Okay. Let me go get it. Jack smiled, leaving the room to retrieve the collar from its box. He returned a moment later and handed Abby the collar. She looked at it and hesitated before putting it around her neck. She locked it tight and felt it take effect. How does it look, master? She asked, turning to Jack. Good. Now act like normal Abby, he commanded. Well, that's weird. It's like I'm me, but also not me. Like something else was in control. Abby commented. She reached up to check the collar and was surprised to find the clasp had vanished. Probably to stop someone else taking it off, I guess. Jack suggested as he saw her feeling the collar. He had noticed the clasp had gone when he put it on Miss Jameson, but he was a little distracted to care. So, what's in the bags? Jack asked again. Abby just blushed and stayed quiet. Tell me. It's some outfits I bought from that shop yesterday. Abby instantly replied. And you brought them here, why? Jack continued. I want you to command me to put them on and act the part. Abby admitted. It seemed once he had told her to tell him, she was forthcoming about any question without it having to be a command. The nuances of the collar were starting to hurt Jack's head to remember. How many outfits are we talking? Jack asked. Only two. I was hoping I could spend half the time wearing one and half the time wearing the other. Abby replied. Couldn't you have just worn them at home? Jack asked, wondering why she needed him to control her with the collar. No, it would be far too embarrassing. It's been a fantasy of mine for ages, but I've never dared act on it. I thought if you were controlling me with the collar then I wouldn't have a choice. Abby explained. Jack tried to hide his surprise at this. He knew she was in a relationship and never thought she would want to do something like this. After the way she had treated him yesterday he had actually been planning a nice day for her in return. Okay I guess if that's what you want to do. 
go to the bathroom and put on one of the outfits you get to choose which. Then once wearing it act in a way that matches the outfit. Jack commanded her. She picked up the bags and went off to get changed. In the meantime Jack grabbed a quick breakfast of cereal. It wasn't until fifteen minutes later that Abby returned and Jack's mouth hung open as he saw her. She was wearing a frilly and very skimpy French maid's costume. A black dress that did its best to show off her small breasts while also being short enough that her ass would be on display if she bent over even a little, complete with white apron, stockings, tall black heels, black lace gloves and a white lace headpiece. She looked like she was about to go on set to film a porn scene and Jack felt his cock stir. Is E.T. to your liking, monsieur? I mean, sir? Abby asked in a light French accent. Jack was too stunned to reply. If you do not like E.T., I can go change. Abby continued, her eyes downcast. It looks great, Jack finally said after he got over his initial shock. I am glad you are pleased, sir. Would you like me to clean? Abby asked. Sure, go ahead, Jack replied. Abby nodded her head and knelt down in front of the sink to retrieve the cleaning supplies that were stored there. She leaned forward to reach something from the back of the cupboard causing her dress to ride up and uncovered her ass, giving Jack a great view of her lace underwear. She got what she needed and began cleaning. Jack simply sat and watched as she cleaned the kitchen. His cock was constantly hard as she minced around the room flashing her ass or cleavage whenever she bent over. I am done in here, sir. Shall I move on to the next room? She asked her accent tripping Jack up momentarily with the way she pronounced some words. Sure, the living room could use a clean, Jack said as he stood up to follow. He was quite enjoying watching her work. She kept her eyes downcast, never once making eye contact which meant she instantly saw the large bulge in his pants. Would you like me to take care of that for you, sir? Abby purred, reaching out and stroking his cock through his pants. Jack froze. He knew he shouldn't take advantage. She was his friend and in a relationship but his cock begged for attention. No, cleaning will do, he managed to say. Abby nodded her head and moved on to the living room. Jack followed, taking a seat and watching her work. She cleaned quickly and efficiently and soon had the room tidy. She made her way over to Jack and knelt in front of him before reaching out and stroking his cock through his pants again. Please allow me to take care of this, sir. I want to. I could not focus on my work properly knowing you were so hard. She purred, rolling the R. Jack tried to resist, but was far too horny and simply nodded his head. Abby smiled in glee at him as she unzipped his pants. She grabbed his cock as it sprung free and he felt the silky material of her gloves against his skin. She began to stroke him, and he sighed in appreciation. She worked her gloved hand up and down his shaft before leaning forward and taking the tip in his mouth. Jack was so turned on it didn't take long. Her tongue felt heavenly as it swirled around his tip, and he soon blew his load into her mouth. She swallowed it down before licking her lip and smiling at him. Sir, that is much better. Now I can return to my duties. She smiled as she stood up and moved to the next room. Jack lay back and relaxed, recovering for a few minutes before he got up to find her. She was cleaning the bathroom, on her hands and knees scrubbing the floor. Her ass was raised high in the air, showing off her ass. Despite his recent orgasm Jack felt his cock stir at the sight and decided to go into his room instead. He laid down on the bed chuckling to himself at the whole situation dot a short, while later Abby came in and began cleaning his room. She tidied and hoovered before moving on to dusting. She reached up to clean the top shelf causing her dress to ride up. Jack smiled as he saw it slide up and reveal her ass but he wasn't expecting her to have removed her underwear. His cock surged as he got a glimpse of her pussy, 
and he could see she was turned on as her wetness ran down the inside of her thigh. He was busy leering at her when suddenly a loud crash caught his attention. He looked at the source of the noise and saw a picture frame had fallen and smashed on the floor. I am so sorry, sir, Abby stammered, quickly picking up the broken pieces and putting them in the bin. It's fine, don't worry about it, Jack replied. It is not fine, it is unacceptable and I must be punished for my carelessness, Abby replied. I don't e dash. Jack began. No, I must. Please, sir, you must punish me. Abby cut in as she knelt on the ground. She arched her back and offered her bare ass to Jack. Spank me until I learn my lesson, sir. I. Jack stuttered. He wasn't sure what to do. If Miss Jameson had said this, he would spank her in a heartbeat, but this was Abby. Although she was the one that had brought the outfit and Jack had only ordered her to act the part, so this was what she chose. He shrugged his shoulders and positioned himself. He placed his hand on her bare ass cheek causing her to take a sharp intake of breath. He drew his hand back and gently slapped her on the ass. No, Arter, sir, I must learn. Abby protested. Jack smiled and drew his hand back again before sending it forward and striking her hard on the ass. His hand stung and Abby yelped as his hand made contact. Jack waited but she didn't move so he struck her again. Whack, whack, whack. Over and over he spanked her until both her ass cheeks were bright red. Abby was biting her lip and her fluids were flowing freely down the inside of both of her thighs. Thank you, sir. I will do better next time. Abby said. Jack wanted to take off his pants and bury his cock deep inside her, fucking her doggy style right there, but he restrained himself. Now finish cleaning, he said sternly. Abby stood up, curtsied and moved on to the next room. Jack laid down on his bed trying to think of anything not sexy to try and calm his erection. It took a while, but eventually it worked. He decided to stay away from Abby for a bit until her time in that outfit was over. Unfortunately, it seemed Abby had other ideas as she entered his room. I have finished. She announced. There is only one task left to complete. Jack watched as she made her way over to his bed. She climbed up on top of him and straddled him before kissing him passionately. He froze unsure what to do as she ground her hips against his and her tongue invaded his mouth. Knowing her bare pussy was rubbing on his crotch and feeling her tongue dancing with his, his resistance broke down. He began to kiss her back fiercely as his hands grabbed her ass. She reached down and unzipped his pants, freeing his cock and stroking it to hardness. This continued for a minute or two until Jack grabbed her, rolling over so he was on top as his cock rubbed against her wet slit. He got to his knees and flipped her over, pulling her ass up. She grinned in delight at being manhandled as he spanked her ass again making her squeal. She bit her lip and eagerly waited as he lined his cock up to her entrance. In one powerful thrust he penetrated her and buried himself to the base inside her. She shuddered at suddenly being filled and let out a moan. I never expected your cock to be so big. She purred. Jack didn't know if she was saying that as part of her act and pleasing his ego or whether Abby actually meant that, but he didn't care. He began to thrust into her, as she gripped at his bed sheets. He started in long slow strokes, drawing himself out all the way to the tip before burying himself to the hilt again. Each time he entered her she moaned and gasped. After a few strokes she shuddered and collapsed onto her shoulder, as she reached orgasm. Fuck me harder sir, please, she moaned. Jack didn't need to be asked but was happy to oblige as he picked up the pace. Soon he was at full speed, plowing roughly into her as she screamed out in another orgasm. He felt his own approach and buried himself deep inside her as he began to empty his load. 
She mewled happily feeling him fill her insides and he grunted as thick ropes of fluid shot from his cock. Once he had finished she pulled out and flopped down onto the bed next to Abby, panting hard. She grinned and laid down next to him, cuddling into him. That was amazing. She whispered in his ear. Jack grinned. He was happy but also felt a tad guilty. Tell me honestly, was this really what you wanted? Jack asked. Abby looked at him confused. Of course, sir. I have fantasized about this for so long. The fact I finally get to do E.T. makes me very happy. Abby replied. But you're in a relationship, doesn't that bother you? Jack asked. To tell the truth, sir, I have not been entirely honest. We broke up while on holiday. That is why I did not go with him to visit his family. Abby admitted. Jack felt a wave of relief and looked at the clock. There was ten minutes left before they were halfway through their time, and he had to make Abby change outfits, as he had promised he would. He was sure, though, that she wouldn't really mind if it was a few minutes late as he moved on top of her. She grinned at him and spread her legs as he pushed his renewed erection deep inside her. He fucked her roughly until they both came hard. He rolled off her and let her recover for a few minutes before he ordered her to change outfits. He was curious to see what the second one would be. Sir, I will need you to order me to not only act the part but think like it too. Abby told him before she left. Jack looked at her even more curious as to what the second outfit was going to be. Okay, Abby, go and get changed into your other outfit and not only play the part but also think like it too. Jack commanded her. She nodded, curtsied, and left. She was gone almost an hour, and Jack was starting to get worried when he heard the clicking of high heels approaching the door. Abby stepped in and Jack's jaw almost as the floor. He barely recognized her as she stood there. Oh my god, like, you're totally cute. Abby drawled in an extremely air-headed voice. She had dyed her hair blonde, Jack assumed with temporary dye, and had it scraped back in a ponytail. Large hoop earrings hung from her ears and her makeup was bright and garish. She was the epitome of a complete bimbo. Her outfit matched, a crop top that left her middle exposed and hot pants. The straps of her underwear stretched from the waist of her hot pants up onto her hips. She had six-inch stilettos that made her totter precariously. She wasn't just a bimbo, she was a slutty bimbo. It took Jack a while to recover. Part of him was amazed at what she had achieved, other wanted to laugh at seeing his usually down-to-earth if not a bit weird friend looking like an airhead sex pot. Another part of him wanted him to put her pouty lips to good use as it started to tent his pants. He had to take a second look to be sure it really was Abby. Holy fuck, he muttered. You can fuck me any way you want. Abby purred. Jack debated the idea, but had a better idea. Abby had sent him home wearing a butt plug, but unable to remove it or masturbate all night, and he wanted to get even. He grabbed his camera and took a couple of pictures of Abby. Later, first follow me we are going for a walk. Jack grinned. He got up and walked to the door with Abby tottering behind. They walked down the street to the local park and took a walk through it. Everyone's eyes were on Abby as she minced the park. Jack noticed her hips had a very exaggerated sway to them she didn't usually have. Oh my god look at that cute dog. She squealed as someone walked past with a puppy on a leash. Want to go stroke it? Jack asked. He knew if the real Abby was ever caught in public like this she would be mortified. I'd rather stroke something else. She whispered, not so subtly running her hand over his crotch. Jack moved away and walked over to the dog crouching down and scratching its head. It wagged its tail at him happily before running towards Abby as she approached. She crouched down, her hot pants barely covering her ass as she balanced precariously on her heels. He pulled up his camera and took a few more shots of her.
The dog's owner tugged the leash and the puppy ran after him. They continued walking through the park with Jack occasionally snapping photographs of Abby as they went. She happily posed for him, some being rather questionable to do in public. They made their way around the park before heading back home. They made their way back inside and as soon as the doors shut Jack turned to face Abby. On your knees, he ordered. Like finally, Abby grinned as she sank to her knees. She freed his cock and instantly took it into her mouth. She sucked on it eagerly and gave him a sloppy but enjoyable blowjob. Deep-throated, he commanded as he felt his orgasm approaching. Without a second's hesitation she engulfed his cock, pressing it deep into her throat until her nose pressed against his stomach. She didn't flinch or gag as she moved back before going forward again. Jack just had enough wits left about him to notice she couldn't do that last night but today it wasn't a problem. He didn't really give it much thought though as he grabbed her head and began to roughly fuck her throat. She stayed still, tears rolling down her cheeks as he ravaged her throat until he was just about to come. He pulled out and stroked himself fast as Abby grinned and stuck out her tongue. His cock throbbed and emptied its load onto her face. Thick ropes covered her skin and tongue. That was so hot. Your cum tastes amazing. She giggled as she swallowed it down. She scooped it off her face and licked her hands clean as Jack took yet more photographs. She grinned at the camera, a line of his seed still on her cheek before she cleaned that up too. Jack checked the clock. He had three more hours until the collar came off and now he knew she was single again. All bets were off. Let's take some more pictures. You can show off all you want now we are home. Jack told her. He had had to rein her in in the park with some of her more revealing poses. Yay, I'm gonna be a model. Abby squealed running into the living room. Jack followed behind carrying his camera. They started with some normal poses, the kind you'd see on magazine covers, but they quickly got more raunchy. Abby began to strip off her clothes and Jack didn't complain one bit. They took more pictures until she was just down to her G-string. She grinned at Jack before turning around. With her legs together she bent at the hip and let him take photos as she slowly pulled her underwear down. The final photograph had her panties around her knees giving the camera a perfect shot of her ass and pussy. Stay there, Jack commanded as he stripped off his clothes. He moved up behind her but paused as he saw a small loop of plastic hanging from her pussy. He gently tugged on it, and she moaned lightly as a round plastic object stretched her open before popping out. Jack caught it, and it buzzed in his hand. Either put it back in or fuck me. Abby complained with her hand stroking her clit. Have you been wearing this since you changed? Jack asked. Abby nodded in confirmation. The control thing is in my pocket. She said pointing to her hot pants that lay on the floor. Jack went and retrieved it before getting an idea. He moved up behind her again and stroked his cock along her slick entrance. Stop teasing and fuck me. Abby pleaded in a whiny voice. Jack planned to do just that as he pushed the vibrating egg back into her tunnel. She groaned, which rose in pitch and he turned the device up. He dropped the remote and grabbed her ass as he pressed his tip against her tight asshole. She didn't resist as he began to sink into her. He watched the head of his cock stretch her asshole until it slipped inside, while lubricated by her own juices he had coated his cock with. He paused with just the tip inside her. Beg me for it, he commanded. Please fuck me. Fuck my slutty ass with your hard cock. Use me like the whore I am, she pleaded. Jack didn't need to hear more as he sharply pushed into her. She yelped in surprise as his cock filled her ass before moaning in pleasure at how full she felt. Oh fuck it feels so good having you fill my needy ass. She purred. Jack began reached round and grabbed her breasts as he began to thrust into her. 
She moaned loudly like a porn star wanting to win an award as he plowed her ass. You're such a slut, Jack commented, getting into the act of Abby being a bimbo whore. I am, I'm a dirty slut who isn't happy unless she has a cock inside her. Abby moaned breathlessly. Hearing her talk like that really sent him wild, and he picked up the pace. His hips slammed hard against her ass as the room filled with her moans. She screamed an ear-splitting scream as her body shuddered and she came hard. Her asshole clamped down on his cock like a vice, and he suddenly blew his load inside her. She shuddered again as he filled her insides before unceremoniously pulling out of her. She sank to the floor moaning hard as Jack picked up the remote. Leave it in, he commanded as he turned the toy to max power. Abby bit her lip before moaning again as she lay down on her back. Her fingers worked her clit hard as she brought herself to another orgasm. Jack sat on the sofa as he watched his little bimbo slut bring herself to multiple orgasms until her eyes rolled back and she could barely speak. He turned the device off and she grinned at him happily. The room stank of sex and Jack checked the time. Just over an hour left out he was drained. As much as he would have loved to keep playing with bimbo Abby he just didn't have the stamina. He ordered her to clean up the mess they had made before joining him in the shower. She sucked his cock again, this time without him taking control and swallowed his cum with glee. She was careful not to get her hair wet confirming Jack's suspicions about it being temporary dye instead of semi-permanent. When there were only a few minutes left Jack decided to try something. You love the idea of wearing the collar for me. The idea me controlling you or someone else turns you on a lot. Just hearing me talk about using the collar on someone will make you wet, and all of that will still be true when the collar comes off. Jack told her. She nodded her head and he wondered if it would work. They had proven that some commands could last like they had with him and the butt plug, but that had only been a short while and had a deadline on it. This was more vague and open-ended. Would it work at all? Would it be permanent or would it fade over time? While he was busy debating this time ran out and the collar vanished from Abby's neck. That was intense. She whispered, her voice back to her usual self. How do you feel? Jack asked. I know I should feel humiliated, going out dressed like that, prancing around as a French maid and begging you to fuck my ass, but I don't. Abby replied. That's how I felt about the butt plug, even now I don't mind talking about it with you. Jack replied. It's like the collar makes every that happens while wearing it seem perfectly normal even though you know it wasn't. Abby confirmed. What about if I talk about finding someone else to use the collar on, to control and make my slave? Jack tested. Oh fuck. Abby whimpered, her legs rubbing together, as she felt a wave of arousal. I guess that worked. Jack grinned. It seems so. I know I should be annoyed about you giving me those commands, but instead I just find it incredibly hot. Abby replied. They sat and talked for a while. Jack wanted to see what effects the collar had had and also make sure everything was normal between them after what they had done that day. Abby seemed back to her old self, except more confident when talking about the events that had transpired throughout the day. Playing the French maid was fun. I got so turned on just by cleaning. It's a shame I don't feel like that all the time. My apartment would be spotless. She giggled. What about being the airhead bimbo? Jack asked. It was kind of freeing. All I thought about in my head was cock or nothing at all. It was nice to have a break and not worry about all the usual stuff, but I definitely wouldn't want to be like that all the time. Abby answered. Jack still found it slightly alarming how easily she just admitted to spending the afternoon thinking about cock. Abby had always been quite open about her sex life with him, but never so brazen. It was fun. Jack agreed. So, as interesting as today was where do we stand with each other? 
Abby asked looking concerned for the first time. What do you mean? Jack asked even though he knew what she meant, he just didn't want to be the first to answer. Look today has been fun and I might be up for doing it again sometime and you know how I feel about but I'm not ready for another relationship and I don't want to lead you on. Abby spoke quickly. Relax, I don't want a relationship either. Jack replied. He saw the look of relief on Abby's face. It was true he had wanted a relationship for her for a long time, but now he had the collar, he had other things he wanted to do. We could just be friends with benefits. I mean after today it's not exactly a big step in our friendship. Abby suggested casually. Jack grinned, he had hoped she would say that. Sounds good to me. He replied. I thought it might. She teased. Right I need to get home. It's going to take ages to get this makeup off and wash this dye out. Jack walked her to the door. It was odd. He had thought after everything that had happened this weekend that things would feel weird, maybe even awkward once the collar was off, but it felt no different to the hundreds of times he had said goodbye to her. Well except for the drawn-out kiss she gave him before she left, that was definitely different. He closed the door and made his way to the bathroom. After a quick shower he was beat and fell into bed. He fell asleep wondering what to do with the collar next. Chapter 03 Jack sat at his computer staring at his list. It was a list he had made of people he could target with his collar to improve his life. Abby had been right. While it was fun to make someone his complete sex slave, he could use the collar in all kinds of ways. Especially now he knew that some commands could stick after the collar was removed to modify someone's behavior. As he sat looking at the list, a message popped up saying Abby wanted to video call. He clicked accept, and her face popped up on screen. Hey, she smiled. What's up? He asked. She didn't often video call him. There's a party this Friday, wanna go? Abby asked. This caught Jack off guard. Abby usually hated big parties. You want to? He asked. Yeah, I don't know. Thought it might be fun to get out and do something different. Abby replied. All right, where is it? Jack asked. Just off campus, one of the student buildings. She replied. Sounds good. Jack replied. He wasn't too interested in the party, but it could be a fun chance to use the collar. So what are you up to? Abby asked, making conversation. Just been looking at my list, thinking about how I could use the collar. Jack replied. Abby shuffled in her seat. So what have you got so far? She asked. I've got Miss Adams, the dean at college. If I could get her she could make sure I pass every class with flying colors. Then there's Miss Jones, my manager at work. Would be nice to get a pay rise and better shifts. I also added Mark Thomas, that dick who punched me last year because he thought I was staring at his girlfriend's ass. Jack listed. He looked back at his screen and caught Abby biting her lip as she listened. Hmm. I mean, that's a good start. Is it just a coincidence that the two women you've singled out just happen to both be very attractive? Abby replied, taking control of herself. Jack knew exactly what was up. His commands were in play, and hearing him talk about the collar was turning Abby on significantly. That's just a happy coincidence. Why, are you jealous they'll be collared? Jack teased. I, I have to go. Abby replied quickly, shutting off the video call. Unknown to Jack her hand was already in her panties and she plunged two fingers into herself. Hearing him talk about collaring two women and even a guy made her so hot. It didn't take long before she screamed out in pleasure and had a body-shaking orgasm. Jack chuckled. He knew exactly why she had ended the call. 
he did wish she had stayed on and let him watch. Since their weekend together ten days ago she had been much more open with him about things, but while she had even come over and fucked his brains out on the previous Wednesday, she was still shy about showing herself doing anything solo. Maybe he could collar her again and change that, he was sure she would let him. For now though he wondered what he could do at this party. The night of the party arrived and Jack met up with Abby outside before they went in. She checked he had the collar, and her eyes fluttered for a moment when he said yes. They made their way in. Loud music made Jack's ears hurt until he adjusted to the volume. It was hot and there were people everywhere, all of them college students wanting to forget about the week and just get drunk. By the state of a few they were already well on their way. They made their way to a large table lined with drinks. Move! A voice rang out as Abby was pushed to one side. Jack spun round to find himself face to face with Amanda. He sighed. This would be fun. She was the most popular girl on campus. Intelligent and attractive with huge tits and an ass kept firm by hours of working out. Hey! Abby cried out. Amanda looked at her as if daring her to say something. Jack had an idea and stepped forward. A few people were watching as he approached. Hey, apologize to my friend! Jack demanded. Amanda just looked at him and laughed. And who are you? She sneered. I'm her friend and you owe her an apology. Jack continued. Yeah right, get out of my way. Amanda replied with a sharp edge in her voice. She did not like people not doing as she said. Tell you what, since you're so smart I'll make you a bet. Jack began. What's the bet? Amanda replied she didn't really care but couldn't be seen to have her intellect challenged by some nobody. If you figure out how this bar trick is done, we'll leave and I'll even apologize to you but if you can't you have to say sorry to my friend and wear this for the evening. Jack smiled, producing the collar. Do you have some kind of fetish or something? Amanda smirked as she saw the collar. Hey, if you don't think you can figure it out you can walk away now. Jack replied goading her. Fine deal. What's the trick? Amanda asked dismissively. Jack grabbed a bowl of olives off the table and poured a few out into a pile. Okay, it's simple. We each take turns taking olives from the pile. You can take one two or three at a time. Whoever takes the last olive is the winner. Jack explained. Amanda looked at him before looking at the olives for a moment, as if thinking. Abby was grinning. She knew this trick. All right, fine. Amanda replied. She was good with numbers and this was just a numbers game. She just had to work out how many to take each turn. She began taking two olives, so Jack took two as well. She then took three and Jack only took one. By now a crowd had gathered and Amanda looked worried. In her hubris she had agreed to something she now realized was a bad idea, but she couldn't back out in front of all these people. They each continued removing olives until Jack took two of the last three. She sighed in frustration at losing. You cheated. She accused Jack. I didn't, you just agreed without thinking it through. All I had to do was make sure that four olives were removed each round. Jack explained. It was a trick he had learned from a regular at the bar where he worked. He had used it more than once to persuade drunk customers that if they couldn't beat him, they were too drunk to have another drink. Fine, you win. Amanda relented. Follow me. Let's go somewhere quieter where Abby will be able to hear your apology. Jack smiled. The trio made their way through the crowd and into a bedroom. They shut the door and the sound of the music dulled significantly. Now I think you agreed to wear this, Jack said holding up the collar. Really? You actually want me to put that on? Amanda asked with a look of disgust. Yes, unless you want to go out and tell everyone you were to chicken to go through with it. Jack teased. 
Before he got the collar he would never have had the confidence to speak to the most popular girl in college let alone taunt her. Ugh! Amanda groaned grabbing the collar and snapping it around her neck. Abby audibly whimpered as Amanda fastened the clasp. Her eyes glowed and her tone changed. Is this right, master? She asked Jack. Perfect, Jack replied. By this point Abby was fighting the urge to masturbate there and then. Jack saw her fidgeting and grinned. Now I think you owe my friend an apology. Jack started before leaning close to Amanda so Abby couldn't hear. She's extremely horny so make it up to her by relieving some of that tension. Amanda nodded and turned to Abby who was looking curiously. She was surprised when Amanda grabbed her and pulled her into a passionate kiss. She was too shocked to resist as Amanda pushed her back onto the bed and landed on top of her. The intensity of the kiss broke down her last bit of remaining willpower and her hand fumbled with the button of her jeans. Amanda stopped her and undid it for her, pulling her jeans and panties down and off. She kissed down Abby's stomach before moving between her legs. Jack's cock was rock hard watching Amanda go down on his best friend. Abby moaned as Amanda's tongue made contact with her clit and grabbed her platinum blonde hair roughly, pushing her face into her sex. Amanda dutifully began to lick with vigor, her tongue delving deep into Abby's slit as she writhed in pleasure. Jack couldn't resist, he freed his cock and knelt down behind Amanda. Not only was he incredibly turned on but he couldn't turn down the chance to fuck the most popular girl in college. He grabbed the bottom of her dress and pulled it up, revealing her black thong. He pulled the material covering her slit to one side and pressed his cock against her entrance. Amanda didn't even slow down her attentions on Abby as Jack slid himself into her. Abby looked down and watched as Jack impaled himself into Amanda. It pushed her over the edge and she moaned loudly as she reached orgasm. One hand gripped the bedsheets while the other pulled Amanda's hair and her thighs clamped down on the girl's head. If the music hadn't been so loud everyone in the next room would have heard her moans. Jack began to pump into Amanda who continued to lick Abby, pushing her from one orgasm to the next. He reached forward and pulled at the straps of her dress, pulling them down her arms and freeing her tits. He grabbed and massaged them roughly, causing Amanda to groan. She was pinned in place, Abby holding her head between her legs as Jack plowed her from behind. Abby had pulled her own top up and was massaging her breasts as she had another powerful orgasm. Jack relished the feeling of being inside Amanda. Her tunnel was like silk running along his cock as he slid into her over and over. It didn't take long before he felt his own orgasm approaching. He pulled out of Amanda and ordered her to turn around. Abby released her head and laid back on the bed, panting hard as she recovered from multiple orgasms. Amanda turned as Jack stood up, stroking his cock quickly. She didn't even need telling as she stuck out her tongue, waiting for his load. He came quickly, spraying strands of fluid over Amanda's face and tits. She caught what she could with her tongue and once she was done, swallowed it down. Now I want you to clean yourself up and act like yourself, only like we're suddenly your best friends. Jack told Amanda as he looked down at her. He wished he had brought his camera so her could get a picture of her covered in his cum. Sure, whatever you say, Amanda said happily, her tone returning to her usual rather than the submissive girl she had been moments before. She grabbed a sheet and wiped herself clean as Jack and Abby redressed. Abby had a happy grin on her face as they made their way out of the room. They rejoined the party with a few odd looks from people, but most had forgotten all about their bet. They went back to the table and got the drinks they never retrieved before as Jack looked over the crowd. He had Amanda under his control for another eleven hours and debated what to do with her. He was considering just taking her home and fucking her brains out when he spotted Alex. Alex was one of the nerds on campus. 
Jack knew him in passing but wasn't really friends with him. He didn't know a lot about him, but one thing he did know was that he was more of an outcast than Jack was and got bullied a lot. He also knew he was hopeless with women and hadn't had a girlfriend, he wondered if he was still a virgin. Amanda, I want you to go home with Alex over there and fuck him as much as you can before the collar comes off. Do whatever he wants without complaint, just thinking about him makes you incredibly horny and will still do even when the collar comes off. For the rest of your time at college, the only way you'll be able to achieve orgasm is if Alex's or my cock is inside you, Jack commanded. Amanda just smiled and nodded at him before making her way over to Alex. Jack watched in amusement as Alex looked shocked that the most beautiful girl he could think of approached him. Jack swore he almost passed out as Amanda began chatting with him. That was kind of you. Abby commented as they watched Amanda lead Alex from the party. Well kind to Alex, Amanda's going to get frustrated not being able to orgasm without him. Hey I didn't say she couldn't fuck other guys or make them come, just that she'd need Alex to get her off. Jack grinned. It had been a good night. He had watched Abby have her cunt licked by the most popular girl in college and then had his first threesome with them both. Overall he classed the party as a success. The pair stayed, drank and danced until late into the night before heading home. Jack flopped into bed rather drunk and fell asleep fully clothed. The next morning was rough, his head hurt, his body ached and light stung his eyes and yet he smiled when he woke up, remembering the events of last night. Groggily he peeled himself from his bed, stripped off and took a long shower. Feeling fresher and more alert he remembered the collar. With just his towel he dashed back to his bedroom and checked the box. With a sigh of relief he saw the collar was sat in its box. He smiled, wondering how Amanda was doing this morning. He got dressed and made some breakfast before sitting down at his computer. He looked at his list. He decided his first target for improving his life would be his manager at work, as he would see her tonight on his shift. He pondered how he could get her to wear it. Pretending it was a gift for his girlfriend again might work like it had with Miss Jameson, but Jack found himself disliking that idea. Miss Jones was more distant from her staff than Miss Jameson was from her students. It wasn't she was a bitch, she was strict but fair. Rather she believed that work was for work and not for socializing. Which probably meant if he mentioned a gift for a girlfriend, she would likely dismiss it as it wasn't work-related. Hell, he only knew her first name was Sarah because he had seen it on some paperwork. But there'd be hell to pay if he ever called her that dot he made his way to work just before his shift was due to start. He figured if he was going to get her to wear the collar, it would be easiest to do before he was on the clock. It was a modest-sized bar with half of the space designated to food. It was extremely popular with students which required them to be very strict with checking people's ages when serving alcohol. He arrived just as it was starting to get busy for the evening. He had time to kill before he had to start so he made his way to the offices in the back. You're early. Miss Jones commented as he arrived at her office. She was sat at her desk that was littered with paperwork. She wore her usual blouse and pencil skirt and had her brown hair in a neat braid twisted into a bun. Since the day he had met her Jack had never seen her wear anything else or wear her hair in a different style. Yeah I was hoping to talk to you. Jack replied still unsure how he was going to play this. Can it wait? I've got a headache and a lot of paperwork to do. Miss Jones replied gesturing to the mountain on her desk. Jack saw an opportunity, and it was thanks to a crappy TV commercial. I actually have something that may help with that. Jack told her as he went into his bag. He opened the box out of view of Miss Jones and retrieved the collar. He held it up for her to see. What is that? Some tacky necklace? She asked. It's for headaches, 
Have you not seen them before? Jack lied. What are you talking about? She replied. May I? Jack asked without waiting for a reply. He grabbed her mouse and keyboard and quickly googled the advert he remembered. This is highly unpro-dash. Miss Jones replied before Jack cut her off. See, they have magnets that help to reduce stress and headaches in them. Jack cut her off as he found the product he was looking for. It didn't look much like his collar, and he knew it was a load of shit they tried to flog on late night TV, but if it served as a good prop for his lie. Uses magnetic fields to reduce stress? What a load of rubbish. Miss Jones commented as she read the screen. It's worked wonders for me and I'm happy to let you borrow it. You're alone in your office. No one will see so what's the harm in trying it out? He asked. I don't think dash. She began before being cut off again. Think of it this way. It either helps and you feel better or it doesn't, and it does nothing. You have nothing to lose. Jack pushed. He was on a roll and she was about to give in, he could tell. Fine, give it here. Miss Jones sighed and Jack handed the collar. He watched with glee as she put it around her neck. The second the clasp locked her eyes seemed to glaze over. Sarah? Jack asked testing it. Yes, master? She replied suddenly looking alert and staring at him. How do you feel? He asked. Wonderful master, it's as if all my worries have just vanished. My only concern is pleasing you. She replied with a broad smile. Good, you can start by giving me a raise. I want double, no triple. My old pay and I was consistent shifts every week on the same days. No weekends though. Jack told her. He was sick of never knowing when he would be working and being unable to make plans with having to cancel half the time. And triple pay would mean he wouldn't have to worry about money anymore. Yes, master. Sarah replied as she opened the employee files and began the paperwork she would need to complete. And I want a new contract, saying specified work hours and rate of pay with no way for it to be changed at least until I graduate, unless I wish to change it before then. He continued. At least then if Sarah did ever question why he had such high pay or set hours unlike the rest of the staff, or another manager replaced her, the contract couldn't be undone. Of course, master. Sarah replied. Good. Oh, and I want to be able to take as many days paid leave as I like. He added. He figured being able to skip work whenever he wanted would be handy. How he would explain this to his co-workers if they found out he wasn't sure, but that was Sarah's problem, not his. Yes, master. She replied dutifully. Excellent. Right from now on I want you to act like yourself unless we are alone. Jack commanded. The last thing he wanted was people asking why his manager was calling him master and not doing any of her work. It was almost time for his shift so he left her to fill in the paperwork and got to work. It was a busy night but Jack actually quite enjoyed his job. He met a lot of interesting people and because a lot of them were students from college he overheard or was told a lot of gossip. He went on his break halfway through his shift and went to check on Sarah. He found her still at her desk tapping away at her keyboard. How is it going? He asked. She looked at him before gesturing for him to come in and shut the door. It's going well, master. She began once the door was shut. I have filled in the paperwork. Your rate of pay is already in effect and I have a new contract here for you to sign. That was quick. Jack commented as he picked up a pen and read over the contract. It was exactly as he had stipulated and he signed it before Sarah Coe signed it. From now on be had every Friday, Saturday and Sunday off guaranteed. Is there anything else you would like me to do, master? She asked. Give me a massage. Jack told her. After last night, and standing on his feet for hours his muscles ached. Would you like to lay down? She offered, 
gesturing to the sofa at the back of her office. It had been known for her to sleep in her office if she was working particularly late. Jack stood up and moved to the sofa. He lay down on his stomach and Sarah came and perched on the edge next to his as her hands began to work on his back. Jack could get used to this. A good paying job, easy shifts and a manager that would do what he liked and give him massages on his breaks. He knew most people would consider loftier goals in his situation. But right now, he was content to have Sarah work all the aches from his back. He could smell her perfume. He had never smelled it before. It was tropical, some kind of fruit mixed with coconut. He looked over his shoulder at her. She was smiling as she worked. He couldn't remember the last time he had seen her smile, if ever. Her stocking-clad legs were stretched out in front of him. She had great legs, long and shapely and well-toned. He vaguely recalled her saying she enjoyed hiking in her free time once. It was about the only detail of her personal life she had ever shared. He was tempted to ask her, but was enjoying looking at her legs and feeling her hands on his shoulders. Despite how relaxed he was, his cock began to stir as he looked up her legs and began thinking more about her body. His imagination ran wild, wondering what she looked like out of her clothes. They did little to show off her figure. The pencil skirt showed off her hips and that was it, while the blouse hung loosely hiding her figure. By the time she was done with massaging him he was rock hard and his mind was filled with curiosity. He rolled over and looked at her, his erection very obvious as it tented his pants. Undress for me, he said. Of course, do you need help relieving that? She asked as she gestured to his erection before she began to undress. In a moment I want to see you naked first, Jack answered. He watched as she stripped down. He put her age at somewhere around thirty-two since he didn't actually know how old she was. She stripped down, revealing small breasts and a thin body. She removed her bra to show off her small but pointed nipples. Next were her panties. They were plain cotton just as Jack had thought they would be. He watched as she pulled them down, showing him her mostly shaved mound. A thin strip of neatly trimmed hair ran down her mound leading to her pussy. She undid her hair and let it fall down her back. Do I please you, master? Sarah asked as she stood before him. Yes, now take out my cock, he commanded as he rested his hands behind his head. Sarah smiled and leaned over, unbuttoning his pants and pulling them down. She grabbed his cock and pulled it free of his boxers. Now mount me and fuck me. I want you to enjoy my cock more than you've ever enjoyed one before. Yes, master, Sarah grinned. She climbed onto the sofa and swung her leg over his, positioning herself above his cock. She gripped it and aimed it at her entrance as she lowered herself onto it. She groaned which quickly turned into a moan as his head penetrated her and he began to fill her tunnel. Oh fuck that feels good. She cooed as she slid down his length. He began to slowly ride up and down, looking him in the eye as she smiled widely. Your cunt feels amazing, Jack replied. Oh master, I usually hate that word but hearing you say it while your cock is inside me is so hot. She moaned. Jack had a feeling that she enjoyed dirty talk. With how professional she seemed at work, it didn't surprise him she might secretly be dirty in the bedroom. That was how the rumors about quiet people usually went at least. Tell me how much you love it, Jack pressed. I do, master. I love your cock filling my cunt, stretching me open as I ride it, she cried out. You have to keep quiet, Jack reminded her. The last thing he wanted was someone to overhear if they walked past her office. Sarah leaned forward and whispered in his ear. Please, master, I want you to fuck my dirty cunt until I can't take it anymore. I want you to make me beg you to stop, 
but keep pounding me anyway until you empty your load inside me. She purred in his ear. Jack couldn't believe she just said that, and felt his cock swell inside her as he got more turned on. He grabbed her and rolled over on the sofa so he was on top of her. When you come, it's going to be the best orgasm of your life. It won't end until I come inside you. You'll be begging me to stop as the pleasure grows more and more intense you think your mind will break, but you'll love every thrust into you. Jack commanded. Sarah almost had an orgasm just from hearing him say it. He started to thrust into her, and she grabbed his ass, squeezing it, and pushing him deeper into her with each thrust. She moaned quietly, her head turned toward the back of the sofa. Jack picked up the pace, he was still on break and was well aware people would wonder where he was if he was too late back. He began to thrust into her hard and fast, and Sarah's moans rose in pitch. She buried her head into a cushion as she reached orgasm, one hand holding the cushion against her mouth while the other gripped Jack's ass cheek tightly. Oh fuck fuck fuck. She cried out as Jack continued to pound into her. He watched her small breasts rise and fall as she took ragged breaths before crying out in another explosion of pleasure. Oh fuck I can't oh god fuck. She rambled as pleasure overwhelmed her again. She dug her nails into Jack's back as she moaned out loudly again. I can't stop it's too much please stop my pussy too sensitive oh fuck. She cried as her whole body shook. Her legs tensed and seized. Her toes curled and her entire body trembled. Jack slowed down momentarily and let her catch her breath before thrusting into her again. He didn't have the stamina to keep such a quick pace for much longer so he switched to long, hard strokes which had the desired effect. You have. To stop. I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Fewer you look. She cried out as her whole body shuddered before tensing up. He felt her cunt shudder and clamped down hard on him before a torrent of fluid pushed past his cock and sprayed from her cunt. Jack didn't slow down, he felt his orgasm approaching. Sarah's body trembled continuously now and she was struggling to form words. Please. Fuck. I can't. She mumbled before moaning again as another wave of pleasure crashed through her. Her cunt was like a vice on his cock, clamping down and increasing his pleasure. He grunted as he began to empty himself inside her. She squealed in delight and her eyes rolled back as she felt her insides get flooded with his hot sticky fluid. Her walls trembled against his cock, squeezing every drop from him before he collapsed on top of her. He fought for breath, he couldn't remember the last time he had exerted himself like that and his lungs burned for oxygen. That. Oh fuck. Sarah groaned as her body shivered in an aftershock of pleasure. Jack sat up, drawing his cock from her now red and abused pussy. The sofa was drenched between her thighs and he avoided that as he stood up. She looked at him with a dopey grin. So? He asked. She looked at him not understanding. Best orgasm you've ever had? Yes, thank you master, I have never felt such pleasure. Feeling you pushing me to new heights of pleasure as I begged you to stop was incredible. She grinned. I should get back to work. Jack told her, noticing he was already ten minutes late. I think I'll stay here for a bit. I don't think I can stand right now. Sarah giggled. It was strange seeing such a cheerful and playful side to her. Jack shook his head in amusement at what the caller could do as he snuck out the door, quickly closing it behind him in case anyone was there. He finished his shift and went back to check on Sarah. She was once again dressed and typing away at her computer although she had decided against putting her bra back on or doing up the top few buttons of her shirt, which was extremely unlike her. Do you need anything from me, master? She asked as Jack entered the room. 
No, I just wanted to stop by and tell you that once that collar comes off you'll be much warmer and friendlier towards me and be willing to fool around with me whenever I ask. He smiled. As much as he wanted to go another round with her right there, and then he was far too tired. Taking her home was out of the question too as he just wanted to go home and sleep. By the time he planned on waking up, the collar would be off. He just hoped this last command worked so he could have some fun with her another time without needing the collar. Of course, master. Sarah smiled at him. I'm going home. You should stick to your usual routine too. He suggested before leaving her and going home. It had been a long shift, and while his activities during his break had been fun, they hadn't been restful. Grabbing a quick snack and a shower Jack fell into bed, falling asleep almost as soon as his head hit the pillow. The next morning was a considerable improvement over the previous, which wasn't a surprise considering how hungover he had been. He checked the collar was back in its box where it belonged, which is was, before he sent Abby a quick message. He told her he had managed to collar Sarah and about his new pay and contract. He left out the sexual details, although Abby would guess what happened anyway. He grinned as he hit send, reading his message about him using the collar was probably enough to send Abby into an impromptu masturbation session. Chapter 04 Jack's day went fairly quietly. He attended his classes, which was made more fun by Miss Jameson bending over. This time it was clear she was wearing a plug, although Jack seemed to be the only one to notice. Maybe it was because he was looking for it. Other than that exciting event, his day was quiet until he arrived at work. He stuck his head in to see Sarah, just to test if his command worked. Hey Jack, she smiled at him. Hey, I was just checking how you were doing, he replied. I'm good, although these order forms are doing my head in. I know of a way to take your mind off them for a bit, Jack suggested, wondering if Sarah would take the bait. If you're wanting a quickie, I can't, these forms really need doing now, Sarah replied, dashing his hopes. Although, I was always good at multitasking. Jack wondered what she was talking about, until she stood up and leaned forward. She bent over and reached back pulling up her skirt. She hiked it up until her ass was exposed before pulling her underwear to one side, revealing her pussy. Jack didn't need asking twice as he stepped up behind her and unzipped his pants. His cock was already hardening and only needed a few strokes to bring it to full attention. Sarah continued tapping away at her keyboard as Jack pushed his cock against her entrance. He watched the head slowly spread her large labia before it settled into her entrance. Slowly pushing forward, he enjoyed the sight of his cock sinking into her inch by inch. She gasped slightly as he filled her slick tunnel, but she continued with her work. Jack took it as a challenge to distract her as much as possible, so he pulled back until just the tip was left inside, before slamming back into her with force. She groaned, but still didn't break from her work. Jack began thrusting, slowly at first, but quickly picking up the pace that Sarah's office filled with the sound of his hips slapping against her pert ass as her she studied the screen. She was no longer typing, but Jack didn't know if that was because she couldn't while he was thrusting or she was just busy reading. Either way, she was leaving all the work to him, which he was fine with. Her cunt felt like velvet around his cock, smooth and soft, massaging every inch of his shaft with each thrust that he wished he could spend his whole shift with his cock buried inside his boss. But he knew eventually someone would notice he was missing and come looking for him. Or they'd come looking for Sarah to report that he hadn't shown up for work. Either way, it'd involve someone discovering them. Knowing this would be the only chance he had to fuck her today, Jack savored the feeling. The heat and tightness of her tunnel, the firmness of her petite ass as he massaged it. 
Sarah started moaning and he looked up, seeing her hanging her head as she began to push back, meeting his thrusts halfway. She groaned and Jack picked up the pace, plowing into her with as much force as he could muster. Oh fuck! Sarah groaned. He saw her hands gripping the desk tightly and knew she was getting close. He was also getting close, but he wanted to make her come first. He tried to think of anything to distract him and delay his orgasm, but he was careering towards it like an out-of-control freight train. I'm gonna come, he warned. Me too. Oh fuck. Don't stop, Sarah replied. He groaned and thrust into her faster, finding a burst of speed as he reached his peak. He slowed down and instead thrust in hard, forceful thrusts as his cock began to empty its load inside his boss. She cried out, louder than she should have if they didn't want anyone hearing and gripped her desk as her legs trembled. Fuck! Sarah groaned as her orgasm washed over her. Jack pushed deep into her, his own orgasm spent as she wrote out hers. She hung her head, panting hard as her orgasm faded. Jack slid out of her and Sarah reached back to return her underwear to its usual position before pulling down her skirt. I should start my shift. Jack grinned. Yeah, you should before anyone asks where you are. Plus I need to finish these forms, seems I'm not as good at multitasking as I thought. You just need practice. And I presume you'd be happy to help with that? Just making sure we're all working to the best of our ability. I thought you'd be pleased with that. Jack teased. Go and start your shift. Sarah replied rolling her eyes. Jack laughed and left the office, heading towards the bar. He marveled at how instantly the caller had changed his relationship with his boss, even when she wasn't wearing it. The next afternoon, Jack had just finished college when he heard a banging at the door. He went to answer it to find a very annoyed-looking Abby standing there. What's wrong? He asked. Fucking Mark Thomas, that's what wrong, the sexist prick. Abby complained, barging her way into his home. What did he do now? Jack asked. Mark was a typical jock, thought he was better than everyone because he coasted through college on a football scholarship. Bullied anyone he perceived as being a nerd, which was everyone who wasn't a football player and he viewed women as pieces of meat that only existed for him to try and stick his dick into. He made a joke about how I wasn't really a woman because I didn't have big tits. When I told him to go fuck himself, he said I could prove I was a woman by going and making him a sandwich. Then as I stormed past him, he slapped my ass and told me what kind of sandwich he wanted. Wow, that's a lot, even for him. Yeah, well I'm going to get him back. The collar? Exactly. While I'd usually be against getting revenge on people, I have a collar that lets me control people, so I might as well use it. Or rather you use it in this case. Jack smiled. Abby grinned at him. Well, I happen to know he's going to be at a bar tonight. Let me take the collar and have some fun with him? How are you going to get him to wear it? I'll just hint there might be a blowjob involved if he puts it on. He's such a douche he'll probably do it straight away. Yeah, I expect you're right. Want to come with me? Abby asked. Nah, I've spent the last two nights working in a bar. I don't really want to hang out in another. Even if it means seeing Mark under my control? Even then. I'm sure you'll tell me all about it. That's true. Abby hung out for a while before she went to the bar, with the collar tucked in her bag. The box stayed with Jack, that way if she lost it, it'd return home to him. Jack meanwhile ran himself a bath. He'd had a busy few days and a hot bath to relax sounded like a good plan. Before he'd moved into his stepsister's house, he'd never been interested in baths. But when there's a TV on your bathroom wall with surround sound speakers, it's suddenly much more appealing that he finished an episode of his show, 
got out of the bath, and went downstairs to have his dinner. Just as he was washing up his dishes, he got a text from Abby asking if she could come over and that she had something she just had to show him. He told her to come over and waited until the doorbell rang. When he opened the door he couldn't believe his eyes. Abby was standing there with the biggest grin on her face, while Mark was kneeling behind her. He was wearing a long dress with nylon stockings and high heels. What have I just opened the door to? Jack asked. You won't believe this. What? That you collared Mark and made him dress up like a girl? Nope. That wasn't me. Then why is he dressed in women's clothing? Tell him, Mark. Abby ordered. I love dressing in women's clothing. It makes me feel sexy. Mark stated. Wait, so even before wearing the collar, Mark was a cross-dresser? Jack asked in disbelief. Yep. Abby grinned. Holy shit. I would never have guessed. I know, now Marky Moo, go into the kitchen and make me a sandwich. Abby ordered. Yes, mistress. Mark replied happily. He crawled past Jack on his hands and knees and went to the kitchen. Holy shit. Jack repeated. I know. I had so much planned to get back at him, but as soon as I put the collar on him, I told him to tell me his secrets, and the first thing he said was that he loved cross-dressing. That's amazing. I know. It's not even the cross-dressing that's the good part. I mean these days, who really cares? But it's just the fact it's Mark. The huge womanizing jock that looks down on anyone that's not a bro is currently in your kitchen, wearing a wig, a dress, stockings, panties and high heels while making me a sandwich. It's incredible. This is now how I expected my night to go, I'll admit. Jack smiled. Well, how about this? Abby replied, stepping inside and pushing Jack against the wall as she kicked the door shut. She kissed him forcefully, which he happily returned, as she slid her hands down his stomach. She undid his pants and sank to her knees, taking his soft cock in her hands. She kissed and sucked on it, bringing it to life. Jack sighed in satisfaction as his cock hardened in her mouth. She bobbed her head up and down, running her tongue along the underside of his swollen head with each movement. She pulled her head back, sucking in her cheeks until his cock popped free from her mouth. She looked up at him and grinned as she stroked his slick cock. Your sandwich is ready, mistress, Mark said from the doorway. Come here, Neil, Abby commanded as she continued to stroke Jack's cock. Mark crawled over to her and knelt next to her, watching her hand go back and forth. Before I collared you, did you like guys at all? She asked. No, mistress. But look at his cock. It's the most delicious, juicy-looking thing you've ever seen and you just want to suck it. Abby smiled. I do, mistress. It looks so good. Mark replied staring at Jack's cock in fascination. Abby, Jack asked, nervously. Then help me. Abby grinned at Mark. Wah dash. Jack began before groaning as two sets of mouths suddenly engulfed either side of his cockhead. He had no interest in guys, he definitely had no interest in Mark, but something about him being controlled by Abby and make to want to suck his cock was hot. Jack didn't resist, he let them work his cock together, closing his eyes and trying to forget one of the mouths belonged to Mark. Jack grunted as suddenly one of them took a testicle in their mouth. He'd never had someone suck on his testicles before, let alone having it happen while someone sucked his cock and the sensation was amazing. Oh fuck! I'm gonna come! He warned that he felt both pairs of mouths leave him, and he looked down to see Abby grabbing Mark and holding his head towards Jack's cock. She stroked it with her hand, pointing the tip at Mark's face as Jack came hard. He watched as he covered the jock in rope after rope of cum Mark just grinned up at him as more and more of his face was coated in the sticky fluid. 
Holy shit. Jack groaned as his orgasm faded. You love having cum on your face. It turns you on so much. In fact, from now on you'll love sucking cock and getting covered in cum, even when you're not collared. Abby commanded. Yes, mistress. Also, from now on, you'll be respectful to women. You'll never want to do anything to disrespect or upset them again. You'll make sure your friends don't do anything either and if they do, you'll call them out on it. Yes, mistress. Oh, and no more being a jerk to people just because they're not jocks. That's not okay. Yes, mistress. Good, now go and wait in my car. Yes, mistress. Mark repeated, crawling towards the door. He opened it and crawled outside. Wow, you really did a number on him. Jack commented. Yeah, but it's for everyone else's benefit. Even the sucking dick part? That'll be someone else's benefit. He was a good cocksucker. Made you come quickly? That was mostly you. I was sucking on your balls. That orgasm was all Mark. Oh well, then yeah. He knows how to suck dick. I thought you were going to stop me. I was so caught up in the pleasure of it all honestly. Well, I thought it was really hot. Seeing Mark with your cock in his mouth, something I never thought I'd see, but I'm so glad I did. Anyway, I should probably take him home. As tempting as making him walk home dressed as a woman while wearing your cum on his face is, I'm not so mean to ruin his entire life. Well, aren't you just lovely? I know. I'll pop round tomorrow, okay? Yes, sure. Jack watched Abby leave and went to bed. When he woke the next morning, the first thing he did was check the collar. It was back in the box, just where it should be. He picked up his phone and scrolled through the numbers. He found his grandparents, but couldn't call as his was broken and wouldn't pick up his voice that he presumed the microphone had broken, which meant he was stuck only texting people. Unfortunately, his granddad refused to embrace technology and would never reply to text messages. A phone was for speaking, not typing. He would say that he got up and showered before making a quick trip to the local shopping mall. He walked out with a new phone something he had been wanting to buy for ages, but had been hesitant to spend money on. That didn't matter now, not with his new and improved contract at work. He arrived home and after transferring everything over, he called his granddad. Hello? Hey, it's Jack. Jack, my boy. I thought I'd be hearing from you soon. How are you? I'm good, how about you? I'm fine, I'm fine, still ticking along. So, how do you like the collar? It's incredible. How did you get it? It was many years ago. Me and your grandmother weren't having the best time. Your mother was young and she was about to see her parents get a divorce. Well, I went on a work trip to restore an old mansion. I was gone for six months, but while I was there I was ripping out the basement to replace with a more modern one. At the back I found a heavy stone wall that had a slight gap underneath it. A fake wall? Exactly. I knocked it down and found a small room behind it. The room was empty except for an extremely old wooden table with a box on it. The collar? Indeed. At first I didn't know what it was, but it was nice so I took it as a present for your gran. Figured maybe I could use it as an olive branch, begin to patch things up. While I was looking at it, I accidentally bound it to me. That's when I knew something was unusual about it. A blue light going into my thumb definitely wasn't natural. His granddad explained. Yeah, that's understandable. So, when I got home, I gave it to your gran and she put it on. As you can imagine, she instantly changed. At first I thought she was just messing with me, but then we had the most crazy sex we'd ever had. The old man continued. All right, I don't need to hear that. Ah, those were the days. I do miss your gran, God rest her soul. 
His granddad chuckled. This suddenly explains why you're with Tiffany. Jack said suddenly. Yep, like I tried telling your mother, she's not some gold digger waiting for me to die. You used the collar on her. That makes so much more sense why some 30-year-old real estate agent suddenly moved in with you. So it couldn't be just for my charm and good looks. Sorry, granddad. I might think you're hilarious, but I don't think that wit would land you Tiffany on its own. You're probably right. Anyway, that's how I found the collar. So why give it to me? Jack asked. I'm old and content with my life. I've had my fun with it and now it's your turn. Thank you. This is the most amazing gift I have ever received. Jack said earnestly. You mean you don't get magical collars from all your family members? Pa, pitiful. So what else can the collar do? What have you learned so far? His granddad asked, curious to see how far his grandson had pushed things already. That if you put the collar on someone, they'll do whatever you tell them to. They see you as their master and you can even implant commands that'll affect them after the collar comes off. Anything else? His granddad asked with a hint of amusement in his voice. No. What else can it do? Oh, many things, but I won't be telling you what they are. Half of the fun is figuring out how far you can take things. Oh, come on, you won't even give me a hint. Nope. Maybe one day, but for now, I want you to figure it out. Now, Tiffany has just arrived home and she's kneeling in front of me, so unless you want to listen to your granddad getting his dick sucked, I'll talk to you another time. Fucking hell, yeah bye. Jack replied, quickly hanging up the phone as he heard a zipper being undone. He looked over at the collar, wondering what other secrets it held. Chapter 05 Abby was on her hands and knees as Jack pounded her from behind. They had been discussing the collar, which had turned her on so much she couldn't help herself as she practically tore off his pants. She'd already been incredibly wet and required no warming up as she had presented herself to Jack and he buried his cock deep into her slick cunt. Holy shit I love your dick! She groaned, slamming back to meet his thrusts. It loves you, I'm gonna come soon. Jack replied. No, not yet, I'm so close. Please don't stop, Abby begged. Jack did his best to hold off. His cock felt like it was going to explode any second as he pounded her as fast as he could. She started moaning loudly and he knew she was close. It was going to be tight which one of them came first. Oh fuck, Jack groaned as he lost control. His cock swelled and twitched inside her before pumping her tunnel full of his sticky load. Feeling his hot fluid fill her insides was the trigger that pushed Abby over the edge, and she moaned out loudly as her body trembled in pleasure. She bucked against him, extending both their orgasms as long as she could before she collapsed forward. Jack went with her, his cock still snugly inside her as her lay across her back. They heard the front door open and scrambled for their clothes. They dressed quickly and Jack just got his pants done back up when Ava walked into the room. They both tried to act as casually as they could. Hey guys. Ava said, smiling at them and pretending not to notice how flustered they looked. Ava! What are you doing here? Jack asked. Well, this is my house, she replied sarcastically. I thought you said you wouldn't be back for a couple of months. Yeah, I didn't think I would either, but the client we were meant to be working for out in Dubai suddenly had a change of plans so now the whole thing's been delayed for three months, she explained. Oh, right, so no work in the meantime? Nope, and the best part is... We told the client we couldn't just sit around and wait and would likely have to pick up another project, which meant we'd probably be busy in three months when he wanted us to work for him. How is that a good thing? Jack asked. Let me finish. 
We told him and he was adamant he wanted us to be the ones to design his new building, so he decided he'd just hire us for the three months he would be busy. Hire you to do what? Absolutely nothing. Right now, I'm on holiday for three months while getting paid my regular salary. You bitch. I want your job. Abby chimed in. I know, it's so good. So, anything interesting been happening while I've been away? Ava asked. Jack and Abby looked at each other, trying to suppress their smirks. Nothing much, just college and work, same old. Jack answered. "Uh Uh-huh. Nothing interesting going on at all. Ava asked, a knowing smile on her face. Jack panicked. Did she know about the collar? No, nothing really. He replied, trying to sound casual. So you're just going to lie to me and not tell me about you two hooking up? Ava chuckled. What? How did you know? Abby asked. Well, considering you two didn't hear me come in the door, I saw more than I wanted to. Ava replied. But we did hear you come in the door? Jack replied confused. No, you heard me slam the door after I had already come inside and seen you two going at it like rabbits, quite the noisy finish by the way. I waited in the kitchen a couple of minutes before slamming the door to let you know I was home. Ava admitted. Abby went bright red and Jack just burst out laughing. Well, that's your own fault for not warning me you were going to be home. Jack told her. I suppose. What happened with Eric anyway, Abby? I thought you two were doing well. We we and then we weren't. Abby replied, not wanting to elaborate further. Ah, well that sucks. So how long has this been going on? Are you two a couple now? About time really, you've been eye-fucking each other for as long as I've known you both. We're not a couple, just friends still with some extra benefits. Jack explained. Abby nodded in agreement. Right. So what brought that on finally? Ava asked. The pair both were silent for a moment, wondering what to say. They couldn't tell her about the caller. Alcohol. Jack replied just quickly enough for Ava to not be suspicious. Of course. Well, I'm going to get a shower. I'll leave you two love birds alone. Oh, your t-shirt is on backwards by the way, Abby. Ava laughed as she walked out of the room. Abby looked down and quickly corrected her shirt, her cheeks blushing bright red. Well, that changes things. Abby muttered. What do you mean? You can't exactly go around collaring people and bringing them here if Ava is going to be around all the time. I know, I'll think of something. Jack replied as he watched Abby squirm. Are you horny again? Yes. We were talking about the collar. Can you remove this command from me? I'm not sure. I'd have to collar you again. That's fine. I can't stand being horny whenever we talk about it. The pair went up to Jack's room and he put the collar on Abby. After commanding her to act like herself, he then ordered her to stop getting horny just because they were discussing the collar. So now if I tell you I was thinking of collaring someone at the bar when I'm next working, how do you feel? Absolutely nothing. Ah cool, then we can remove commands. In which case, from now on whenever I click my fingers, you get a little bit hornier. No. Jack clicked his fingers and Abby glared at him. He clicked them again and he saw her eyelids twitch ever so slightly. Stop, Abby muttered. Jack just grinned at her before clicking his fingers a few times in rapid succession. Abby's eyes went wide and her legs twitched. How are you feeling? Jack asked with a grin. How do you think? I'm horny. So why don't you masturbate? No. I can't do that. Why not? It's embarrassing. Abby, I've seen you naked, prancing around as a French maid and as a slutty bimbo. Yet you're embarrassed about masturbating in front of me? I can't help it. Well, I can. 
From now on, even when you're not wearing the collar, you won't be shy about masturbation in front of me. Jack commanded. Oh well. Abby grinned, almost instantly jamming her hand down into her panties, stroking her needy pussy. Right now, though, you're not allowed to masturbate or pleasure yourself in any way. Jack told her. Instantly Abby froze, her hand forcibly hovering above her slit. No! Abby whined. You can't speak either, Jack told her. She went silent, looking at him with a confused look. He grinned and clicked his fingers, slowly over and over as if he was clicking along to some slow unheard music. With each click Abby's breathing grew faster, her cheeks flushed more and more, and her legs rubbed together. She grabbed his bedsheets with both hands, the need to satisfy her growing arousal building each second. Jack kept clicking until Abby was staring at him with desperation her mouth hanging open as she panted in quick shallow breaths. Do you want me to make you come? He asked. Abby nodded her head vigorously. Jack laughed and walked over to her. So needy. He walked over to her, and she looked up at him with big eyes, pleading with him to give her the release she so desperately needed. He placed his hand on her stomach and she gasped, watching and willing him to continue further down. Agonizingly slowly, he slid his hand down her stomach into her panties. His fingers ran over her smooth mound and her hips twitched in anticipation. He felt the skin of her clitoral hood and slowly slid his finger over it before pressing it gently on the hard nub below. Instantly Abby groaned, her whole body shaking as she came. She was so turned on and horny that a single touch was all it had taken to send her over the edge and into an abyss of pleasure. Her feet planted on the bed as she lifted her hips into the air, arching her back as her legs shuddered and struggled to hold her weight. Jack wasn't even touching her anymore. Her body was acting entirely on its own and he watched with amusement until she collapsed onto the bed, breathing hard. You can speak now, he told her. I hate you, Abby panted, with a giant grin on her face. So why are you smiling? Jack teased. Because it felt amazing. You're welcome. I'm going to get you back for this, you know that, right? I'll just not wear the collar. You have to. It's only fair. Do I, though? Yes. Come on. Otherwise I'll just have to get you back another way. You do realize you're still wearing the collar. I could just command you to not want to get revenge. You could, but that'd just be unfair and totally against who I am as a person, you know that. True, you not getting revenge would be like a mouse not wanting cheese. You know mice aren't actually big fans of cheese? They prefer nuts and sweet things over cheese. Abby corrected him. I love how you know that. You get my point though. Yes, so going to let me collar you again? I'll think about it. For now, I think we've still got a few more hours of you wearing the collar. Jack smiled while clicking his fingers. Abby groaned as she started feeling horny again. They spent a couple of hours fucking, with Jack controlling her pleasure and orgasms, until they were both completely wiped out. He removed the commands on Abby and they fell asleep. Jack woke up the next morning to find the bed empty. Abby was evidently already awake. He threw on some clothes and went downstairs to find her and Ava making breakfast. Oh, of course you wake up just in time for some pancakes. Ava laughed as he entered the kitchen. You've been away for months. If you're home and making pancakes, I want some. Jack replied. Ava made amazing pancakes. In fact, she made basically amazing everything. She was an incredible cook and an even better baker. Which surprised a lot of people considering her athletic figure. For some reason they thought someone that looked like her wouldn't be able to bake. Ava had done track in high school and had kept up running ever since. Every morning she would wake up early and run at least three kilometers before breakfast. Part of the reason was because she enjoyed running, but
but the other part was so she could enjoy all the nice food she liked to make. I bet you've worked up quite the appetite after last night, Ava commented. Abby blushed and looked at the ground. Sorry, Abby, I couldn't resist. Just remind me to buy some earplugs when I go shopping. Stop teasing her, you know how shy she gets. Jack smiled. I know, it's so cute. Considering how confident you are about everything else in life, it's adorable how shy you get whenever the topic of sex comes up. Ava continued teasing. It's not that I'm shy, I just like to keep things private. Abby snapped back. Well, if you want it to be private, you should keep your voice down. Ava replied. Anyway, moving on, what are your plans for your three months of lazing around? Abby asked, hoping they'd take the change of subject. I don't know really, I haven't really had time to plan anything. Well, it's the weekend. We could go out for a movie and dinner or something later? Jack suggested. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's been far too long since we've spent any real time together. Ava agreed. Jack helped out making breakfast, Ava in charge of the pancakes, Jack in charge of the fruit, and Abby washed up as they went. After breakfast, Abby and Jack finished cleaning up and went back to his bedroom. They hung out for a while playing video games, something they had a mutual love of until they stopped for lunch. Before they went downstairs, Abby pulled the collar from its box. Your turn. She smiled at Jack. Really? Today? I thought it'd be sometime next week, not straight away. He sighed. Nope, we never said when and I choose today. So put it on. She said, handing it to him. He sighed and put the collar around his neck. Abby grinned at him. Happy now, mistress? Jack asked. Indeed. Now, before I tell you to act like yourself... I want to know some things. First, tell me, do you find Ava attractive? Yes, I know she is my stepsister and I shouldn't, but she is very attractive. Do you want to sleep with her? If you mean sex, then yes, of course. Jack answered. So there you go, problem solved. Use the collar on her, bring her under your control and then you can use the collar around her as much as you want. I will, mistress. Jack replied. Abby hadn't meant it as a command but shrugged as she focused on deciding on how to get Jack back for yesterday. She grinned as she came up with an idea. From now on, you will willingly put the collar on whenever I ask, but you won't remember me giving you this command. She told him. If this worked, she could get him back whenever he wanted and he'd be unable to resist. She didn't plan on abusing the ability, but it was nice to have just in case. Yes, mistress. Jack replied. I wonder, what happens if I tell you to do something impossible? I don't know, mistress. Hover above the ground. Abby commanded. I can't, mistress. Jack replied. Well, that was disappointing still. Abby had her own plan. From now on, until the collar comes off, every time you look at a woman wearing high heels, you get a little bit hornier. Abby commanded. She was going to give him a taste of his own medicine, but was leaving it up to fate how bad it got for him. You won't be able to do anything to relieve it without my permission. Yes, mistress. Jack said. Good, now act like your normal self. High heels. Really? Jack asked. Yes, and now we're going out. Abby told him. She smirked he hadn't said anything about her command about the collar, which she was hoping meant it had worked and he didn't remember. Where are we going? Jack asked as they stepped outside. You'll see. Abby smiled sweetly as they climbed into her car. She drove them to the local shopping mall. We're going shopping? Jack asked. No, we're going to get some lunch. Jack followed Abby into the mall, wondering why they were coming here for lunch. He soon realized as he walked along towards the food court. 
It wasn't the other shoppers that were the problem, except maybe one or two. It was the staff in the shops. She purposefully lead him down a corridor that catered mostly to women, which meant most of the shops were staffed by women, many of whom were wearing high heels. The first one he had seen hadn't been too bad, either had the second or third. By the tenth, though, his cock was erect, and he had to rearrange himself to hide it. By the twentieth, he was very horny. By the time they reached the food court, all he could think of was finding a way to relieve his pent-up arousal. He followed Abby on autopilot, sitting down at a table. How are you feeling? Abby asked with a grin. Let's go into that bathroom and have sex right now, Jack replied. Nope, you're going to sit there and eat your food. Abby smiled. Jack groaned. He knew he couldn't resist her order. Abby stood up and went to get them some food, leaving Jack staring directly at the table. He didn't want to risk looking up and seeing a woman wearing high heels. He jumped when Abby suddenly put a plate of food in front of him. Thanks, he muttered, staring at his plate as he started eating. He wasn't even that hungry. His mind consumed with his arousal, but the command compelled him to eat. His cock was achingly hard in his pants. Abby could see his discomfort and grinned. It wasn't that she liked seeing him in discomfort. It was that she was enjoying seeing him experience what he had put her through the day before. Jack didn't look up at all until he had finished eating and that was only to look at Abby pleadingly. She smiled at him and took his hand, guiding him outside. They took a different route this time, but he still saw a few women wearing high heels, pushing his arousal to new heights. By the time they reached the car, he could barely think. He sat in the car, gripping the bottom of his shirt tightly. Abby reached over and ran her hand firmly over his erection. Fireworks went off inside Jack's mind as he came hard, the simple stimulation had been more than enough. He had been on a hair trigger, and Abby's hand just pulled it hard. His hips bucked, and he groaned loudly as he came, his cock pumping load after load into his boxers. He didn't even care about the mess he was making, the relief was unlike anything he had ever felt before. It seemed to go on forever, he just kept coming and coming until he finally slumped back in his chair. All right, fucking hell, we're even, he panted, grinning from ear to ear. Not even close. You made me super horny over and over again for hours. That was at home, in private, not in public. Jack complained. True, but we're going home now, so it's fine. You shouldn't see anyone wearing high heels there. Abby replied with a smile. She did feel a little bad, but she was also having a lot of fun getting payback. They arrived home and Jack went to get changed. He came back downstairs and found Abby relaxing on the sofa. She smiled at him and he sat down next to her. So, what else are you planning while I'm wearing this? Jack asked, gesturing to the collar. That's for me to dash. Abby began before she started giggling while looking at the doorway. Jack wondered what she was giggling at so looked over and felt his cock twitch as he saw Ava walking in, wearing a pair of high heels. He quickly looked away, but it was too late. He felt his arousal building. What are you giggling at? Ava asked. Nothing, just a stupid joke. Abby replied. What's wrong with you? Ava asked, looking at Jack who was intently staring at the carpet. Nothing, he replied quickly. Well, either something is up or I have the world's most interesting carpet. Ava countered. Not wanting to make her suspicious, Jack looked up. He didn't even look at her high heels, but still felt his cock hardening as he looked at her. It's not that interesting, he replied, unable to think of anything else to say. Right. Well, I'm running to the post office to drop some things off. I'll be back shortly. You're going in heels? Abby asked. 
Yeah, they arrived while I was away and I want to see if they're comfortable or whether I should send them back. Ah, makes sense. Well, enjoy your walk. Thanks, I'll be half an hour or so, then we'll decide what we want to do tonight. Ava asked. Sure, sounds good. Abby watched Ava go then turned to Jack. She saw the lump in his pants that his erection was causing and she had an idea. I want to see something. Get your cock out. Abby ordered. Jack unzipped his pants and fished his cock from its confines. Why? He asked. From now on, you won't feel any pleasure from me playing with your cock. You'll stay hard, but it'll feel like I'm rubbing your arm and you won't come. But as soon as Ava arrives home, you'll feel all the pleasure you should have felt, all at once. Abby smiled. No! Jack shouted. Now sit there quietly and let me stroke your cock. Abby grinned. Jack's eyes went wide as she grabbed his cock. He couldn't stop her. It was the strangest feeling. He could see her hand moving up and down his cock and he knew it should feel good, but instead he didn't feel any pleasure. It really was like she was just rubbing his arm. Jack groaned five minutes later when Abby took his cock into her mouth. She pulled off grinning widely. So, it's just stroking it that's different. Sucking it still feels good? She asked and Jack nodded in response. Abby gripped his cock, rubbing her thumb firmly along the now slick underside of his swollen cock head that would usually be quite sensitive. She continued to tease him in every way she knew with her hand for another twenty minutes. Then she put his cock away and waited. She grinned when they heard Ava's key in the door. It was a good job Abby had told him to sit quietly otherwise Jack would have screamed as pleasure overwhelmed his senses. It was almost painful how much pleasure burst from his cock as he came hard, filling his boxers for the second time. His hips bucked, thrusting into some imaginary person as he gripped the sofa, his knuckles white. His legs kicked and jerked and he suddenly went limp as he passed out momentarily. He came round just as Ava entered the room. Did I make you jump? Ava asked, noticing his sudden jerky movement. Jack didn't reply, just looking at her as Abby's command kept him quiet. Although his brain was barely functioning at this point. Answer her, Abby told him quickly, slapping him playfully on the arm. Sorry, yeah, I must have dozed off. He answered quickly. Right, Ava replied, not quite believing him and pretending not to notice the bulge in his pants. She figured they'd be doing something when she walked in, despite her purposefully giving them warning of how long she would be. She decided leaving was the best option and retreated to her bedroom. You can talk again now, Abby told him. Did I pass out? Jack asked. Yeah, was it that intense? Yeah, I can't describe it. Hell, I barely remember it. I just remember an intense amount of pleasure and my vision going white. Next thing I know was Ava talking to me. Wow, it's amazing how much control that collar gives. Like being able to control what you physically feel. That's insane. I think we should be careful with that. Who knows what would happen if you overloaded my brain or something. True. We'll just have to take it slow. Well, I will. I'm never letting you put this collar on me again. We'll see about that, Abby replied, hiding her smile. We won't. Yeah, well, we're going out with Ava tonight and that collar doesn't come off until almost one in the morning. I've still got plenty of time to mess with you. I thought we were even now, Jack groaned. Oh, we are. Now it's just time for me to have some fun. Great, I can't wait to see what you come up with, Jack replied sarcastically. Chapter 06 Jack threaded his way through the crowd, careful not to spill any drinks, his training as a bartender coming into its own as he nimbly weaved through the throng of people. He definitely didn't want to spill the two cocktails he was balancing. 
They were expensive and thanks to Abby commanding him to pay for drinks, he'd paid an eye-watering amount of them. Not that he really needed to worry about money too much. Abby had asked him why he hadn't simply got them to pay him without needing to turn up. Which he had explained firstly would be suspicious, but secondly, he actually enjoyed working on the bar. There were some nice regulars he enjoyed talking to and it was a nice social experience for the most part. She had then suggested he use the collar on someone rich and simply have them fund his lifestyle, which was an idea he was considering. If someone had asked him before he had got the collar if he would use it to control someone and get them to give him their money, he'd have said no, of course not that would be wrong. Now he had the collar though, he couldn't deny being tempted. Took your time. Ava teased as Jack set down their drinks. The bar was busy, Jack replied. Excuses, excuses. Anyway, is that collar something to do with the fact you two are now hooking up? Looks like something you'd wear, Abby. Ava commented. Oh yeah, he erm, lost a bet, Abby replied, quickly taking a sip of her drink. What was the bet? You don't want to know, Jack grinned. Ava rolled her eyes. Is this how it'll be from now on? My life will be filled with you two having sex? Maybe you could join us, Abby grinned, taking Ava by the hip and cuddling her. How many has she had? Ava asked, looking at Jack. That's her third, which for Abby is a lot, Jack replied. It's not, I'm fine, Abby pouted. You just suggested a threesome with me, you and Jack. What happened to the shy Abby that doesn't talk about sex? So I've had a drink and I'm not as shy, so what? So I'm not having a threesome with you too. I'd rather take my chances with a random guy from this bar. I'll be back in a moment, I need the ladies' room. Ava smiled. Gonna drag some random guy in there for a quickie? Abby teased. You wish. How are you doing? Abby asked Jack as Ava walked away. I'm good, surprised that you flirting with Ava so much. Jack smiled. It's funny, she doesn't know if I'm serious or not. Speaking of flirting, that guy over there has been looking at you since you got back with our drinks. Abby grinned, subtly pointing over to a guy standing at a table nearby. Jack looked over and saw him quickly look away. Oh, what can I say? I'm just that good looking. Jack replied. Really? All right, once Ava is back, you're going to go over and flirt with that guy, even kiss him if he's into it, and then get his phone number and come back. Abby commanded. Abby? No. Jack complained, knowing he couldn't deny the command, but he could complain about it. Notice how when you give a command to someone, they follow it without complaint, but me and you can complain, even if we can't stop ourselves doing it? Abby asked. Maybe it's because we've both bound ourselves to the collar, we aren't as totally controlled by it. Or maybe because we order each other to act ourselves and you know I'd complain about making me do this. Jack grumbled. That's true, but not going to stop me. Abby grinned at him. To Jack's dismay, he saw Ava returning to them and felt his body start moving on its own. Suddenly he felt a strong desire to flirt with this guy, even though he knew it was Abby's command making him want to do it. Hi. Jack smiled at the guy. He was ruggedly handsome and his clothing and hair made him look like he probably played guitar in a punk band. Hey. He smiled back. I'm Jack. Sean. So, my friend noticed you kept looking at me and told me I just had to come and get your number. Jack told him, a sly grin on his face. Technically it was true. Is that so? Do you want it because she told you to or because you want it? Sean asked. Does this answer your question? Jack asked, grabbing Sean and pulling him into a deep kiss. Sean didn't even hesitate, his tongue meeting with Jack's and wrestling with it. 
They kissed passionately for a few seconds before Jack pulled away. Sean smiled at him and pulled a pen out of his pocket. He grabbed Jack's hand and wrote his number across the back. I hope to hear from you. He smiled. Jack just smiled back, his face bright red now the command had worn off and he returned to the table. He saw Ava looking at him with her jaw hanging open. Did you really just make out with that guy? She asked as he got close. Abby told me to get his number, so I did. Jack answered honestly. Another bet or something? Wow, you take them really seriously. Ava laughed. I never thought I'd see you making out with another guy. What can I say? I'm persuasive. Abby grinned. Jack shot her a look, but didn't say anything. I can see that. Ava replied, still shocked she'd just seen Jack kissing another man. Can we just forget about that already? Jack asked. I'm not forgetting about that any time soon. Ava replied. Me neither. Abby agreed. Jack just sighed and finished his drink as Abby moved behind him. She leaned into him and whispered in his ear. Remember that command about high heels? Well, from now on you get more aroused each time you see someone wearing high heels, but you won't feel any of that arousal until we're alone in your bedroom later, and I say the word pumpkin. Abby grinned. Jack stiffened, knowing how the high heel command had affected him earlier. He tentatively looked at Ava who was checking her phone and felt nothing. He looked around the room at all the women in high heels and again felt nothing. Breathing a sigh of relief, he relaxed again. The trio had another round of drinks before Abby dragged them both to the dance floor. They danced for a while, enjoying the music before Ava declared it was getting late and she was still jet-lagged. They found a taxi and made their way home. That was fun. We should definitely do it again soon. Ava smiled before saying goodnight and going to her room. Abby looked at Jack and giggled drunkenly as she dragged him upstairs. Jack followed her eagerly. She had spent the last half hour flirting and making her intentions extremely clear and he was getting hard thinking about fucking her again. They made it to his room and she turned and kissed him firmly, pinning him against the door. It took no time for her to undo his belt and have his erection free. Pulling up her skirt, she jumped into his arms and he caught her as she reached down, moving her panties to one side and sliding his cock into her wet slit. Fuck me, she commanded him. Jack spun around so her back was now pressed against the door as he began thrusting into her. She moaned with each thrust as she rolled her hips, trying to get his thick cock as deep into her sensitive tunnel as she possibly could. Harder, she groaned. Jack began to slam into her with fast, firm thrusts. The door shook with each impact as his hips slammed into her. Abby gripped his shoulders tightly and buried her face into his neck as her orgasm built rapidly inside her. The feeling of his cock spreading her open over over again, combined with the force of his hard thrusts was exciting her exactly how she wanted. Suddenly she felt his thrusts become more erratic and knew he was going to come. She wrapped her legs tighter around him, using them to leverage herself and push herself over the edge that she was currently balanced on. Jack groaned just as she peeked and she bit down on his neck hard. He didn't seem to care as his cock twitched inside in her and dumped its load deep in her slick tunnel. She groaned and shuddered, her legs twitching as she rode her own orgasm. Jack stumbled back towards the bed and fell onto his ass, causing Abby to moan as his cock was suddenly shoved deeper into her from the fall. She grinned and looked at him. That was intense. He chuckled. I thought you were going to break the door down. She laughed in return. You commanded me to fuck you harder and my body just did it. My legs were burning, but I couldn't stop. I'm glad you didn't. I would have been so mad. I don't know why I'm so horny tonight, 
But even after that orgasm I feel like I could go again. I can't, I'm spent. Jack admitted. Even if I say the word pumpkin? Abby asked innocently. It was like a switch had been flipped in Jack's brain. One moment he had been completely worn out and thoroughly satisfied and less than a millisecond later he was rock hard and desperate to come again. Thankfully Abby seemed to have the same desire as she began bouncing on his rock hard cock. She pulled off her top, exposing her breasts as she grabbed one with one hand. Her other hand sank downwards, finding her clit as she began rubbing it while riding him. She knew from how turned on Jack must be after her command kicked and that he wouldn't last long. She hadn't been expecting it to be quite so quick as Jack suddenly groaned and emptied another load inside her. She continued riding his sensitive cock, her pussy massaging every drop of cum from it as he could deliver. Soon the constant stimulation became too much and he tried to stop her moving. Just lay there quietly and let me. She commanded him, her own orgasm getting too close for her to stop now. She picked up the pace slamming herself down on his length over and over again as Jack's entire body twitched and trembled as his cock was overstimulated. He couldn't even complain as he inexplicably felt his cock twitch as he came again. He'd never had three orgasms in quick succession and the pleasure was overwhelming. His entire body fought against it, but was ultimately powerless to do anything as the command overrode his instinct to buck her off his now extremely sensitive dick. Abby starting moaning and rubbing her clit faster as she continued to bounce up and down her short legs getting a serious workout. Jack's body was covered in a layer of sweat as his nervous system was overwhelmed by the sensation coming from his cock. To his relief, Abby slammed back down a final time and moaned loudly as she shuddered in orgasm. Jack's cock pumped another measly load into her as her tight tunnel massaged it before both their orgasms finally subsided. She rolled off him with a satisfied grin and Jack groaned in relief. You can talk now, she told him. Please don't do that again. Or at least give me warning. He told her. Sorry, it just felt too good. It's lucky you stopped me caring about masturbating in front of you. Otherwise that would have taken way longer. Abby giggled. Thank you past me. Jack muttered, rolling his eyes. Abby suddenly sat up, looking at the clock. Oh shit, almost out of time. Time for what? Once you wake up in the morning, you'll really want to collar Ava. You want to have her under the control of the collar even when it comes off. You won't remember me giving this command, but you'll just have a strong desire to use the collar on Ava, Abby told him, speaking quickly. Just as she finished talking, the collar vanished from Jack's next. Oh, time for the collar to come off, Jack asked, oblivious to what she had just said to him. Exactly anyway, let's go to sleep, I'm super tired, Abby yawned. She snuggled up to Jack and quickly fell asleep. Jack watched her sleeping for a few minutes before falling asleep himself. Jack woke up the next morning to find Abby already awake. He grabbed the collar and went downstairs. Ava was sat having coffee while Abby was nowhere to be found. Jack walked over and sat down next to her, holding the collar out. Put this on, he told her. The collar you were wearing yesterday? Why? Just do it and I'll explain after. Jack continued. He knew he wouldn't need to trick Ava into wearing the collar. Why? She asked looking at it suspiciously. Jack just pulled a face at her, and she sighed as she took the collar. She lifted it to her neck, causing Jack to grin widely as he heard the clasp snap shut. Anything else, master? Ava asked. Jack grinned. He'd woken up with a strong desire to collar Ava, and now he'd done it. It felt extremely satisfying. From now on, even when you're not wearing the collar, you'll stay under my control as if you were wearing it, but you won't remember me telling you this. 
All you'll feel is a strong desire to do whatever I tell you and doing what I say will excite you. Jack ordered, the second part of Abby's command kicking in. Yes, master. Now on your knees and suck my dick. Jack told her. He'd had a fantasy of Ava sucking his dick for a while, one of the guilty pleasures his imagination conjured up from time to time when he masturbated. The idea of fulfilling that fantasy was too exciting for him to ignore. He watched as Ava kneeled down in front of him and unzipped his pants. He lifted his hips so she could shuffle them down far enough to free his cock. He was already getting hard, but as she grabbed him and kissed its tip, it quickly grew to full size. She took the head in her mouth, her lips running over the sensitive head as her tongue lashed the underside repeatedly. Jack groaned and leaned back in his chair, closing his eyes and enjoying the sensation. He opened them a few moments later when he heard a noise in the doorway. He looked up to see Abby, her hair still wet from the shower, grinning at him. She leaned against the frame and watched as Ava sucked her stepbrother's cock. The sight of her head bobbing up and down on his thick shaft excited her. Jack watched as Abby worked a hand into her panties and began to stroke herself. Enjoying the show? He asked. Ava didn't even slow down to look at who he was talking to. Oh yes. Abby gasped. Ava, go and help Abby. Show her how good your tongue can make her feel. Jack ordered. Abby looked surprised. She hadn't been expecting that. She just wanted to watch, but instead she was watching Ava crawling across the floor to her. Jack watched her ass swaying from side to side as she made her way to Abby. Abby just stood there, unsure how to react as Ava pulled down her pants and underwear. Abby's confusion was short-lived as she felt Ava's tongue lick up between her already wet folds. She groaned, Jack wasn't the only one that had fantasized about Ava's going down on them, and it felt just as good as Abby had imagined. Especially when Ava started licking and kissing Abby's clit, Abby couldn't help but moan. She looked at Jack who was watching intensely. He stood up and made his way over to the pair. Kneeling behind Ava, he grabbed her short and pulled them down. They were red, with flowers on them and extremely baggy. Very comfortable for her to sleep in, but did nothing to show off the amazing ass Jack had wanted to see naked for a long time. He pulled them down, revealing her firm-toned ass and tight pink pussy. She was clean-shaved and Jack ran a finger along her smooth lips. She was already wet. It seemed she was enjoying herself. Jack wondered if it was sucking his cock or licking Abby's cunt that had turned her on. Maybe it was both. He didn't think about it too long before he lined himself up with her wet slit and buried himself inside her. She gasped as he spread her open, his cock spreading her pink labia and delving into the silky depths behind them. Help me, stepbro. Abby laughed before suddenly moaning as Ava sucked on her clit. Jack couldn't believe he was fucking Ava. If someone had asked him a week ago to list some things that would never happen, this would have been very close to the top of the list. He couldn't believe how tight and warm her pussy was. It squeezed his dick with every movement. Ava seemed to be enjoying it too from how ragged her breathing and the small gasps she let out while she tried to focus on pleasing Abby. He ran his hands over her tight ass, feeling the firm flesh under his hands. He leaned forward and grabbed her perky breasts massaging them and tweaking her nipples. He roamed his hands over her body, enjoying being able to touch her as freely and as much as he wanted. The knowledge she was under his control and he could have her how he pleased turned him on a lot. He felt his balls tightening as his orgasm approached. Ava, as soon as you feel me coming you will too, he told her. She didn't react, just continued licking Abby who sounded like she was close to her own orgasm. Jack slapped Ava's ass hard as he picked up his pace fucking her hard and fast, each thrust pushing her face into Abby's wet cunt. A few thrusts later he grunted as his buried himself to the hilt. 
His cock twitched inside Ava as it began to fill her tunnel with his seed. The feeling triggered Ava's orgasm and she moaned loudly, gripping Abby's thighs tightly as her twat squeezed down on Jack's cock. She gasped and panted as her body shook and her toes curled in pleasure. Abby looked down, half turned on by the sight before her and half disappointed Ava had stopped when she'd be so close to her own orgasm. Ava, make sure Abby comes twice. Jack ordered as his orgasm subsided and he noticed Abby standing there unsatisfied. Abby grinned as Ava simply agreed before diving back between Abby's legs. Jack pulled out of Ava and stood up, making himself a coffee as Abby moaned loudly through her first orgasm. She sank down the doorframe, gripping Ava's hair tightly as the older blonde continued to lick and suck between her legs. Jack found himself highly aroused by the situation, but after coming so recently and not being under the influence of any commands, he needed a break. Not to mention the crazy sex he'd had with Abby the night before. He sat down and simply enjoyed the show. The finale was loud and Abby ended up on her side, Ava's head pinned between her thighs as she rode her second orgasm. Holy shit! Where did you learn to eat pussy like that? Abby asked after she had finally recovered. College, Ava replied simply, turning to face Jack and staying on her knees. He realized she was waiting for more commands or to simply serve him however he needed. Jack looked at her, wondering what he should do with her next. Chapter 07 Ava, take off the collar, Jack commanded. Ava reached up and took off the collar. As soon as she did, her demeanor changed. Whoa, that was weird, she commented as she handed the collar back to Jack. How do you feel? He asked. Like I should be annoyed at you, but I'm not. I know putting the collar on was my decision and anything you told me to do was a result of that. What about if I told you to do something now? What do you want me to do? Asked Ava eagerly. Wait, I shouldn't be excited about that, but I am. I really want to do whatever it is you tell me to. And you're not upset about that? Not at all. It's exciting. Tell me, why do you have such a large collection of sex toys and restraints in your wardrobe? Jack asked. He'd been wondering about it since he found them. It didn't fit Ava at all. I like being dominant. Ava replied simply. Jack hadn't expected that. Jack, put on the collar. Abby told him. Jack picked up the collar and clipped it on himself. He just did that so easily, without even questioning why. Ava commented. Jack, act like yourself? Yes, he did, because I commanded him to. Abby replied. You did what now? Jack asked as soon as he was able to act like himself. I gave you the command to always put the collar on when I asked, but not to remember me giving the command. Abby explained with a grin. You bitch. That's not fair. Jack complained. How rude. Apologize. Abby giggled. I'm sorry. Jack replied although it was extremely dry and clearly not sincere. So why did you want him to put the collar on? Ava asked. Because I want to see this dominant side of you and if I control Jack, I also control you. Abby smiled wickedly. Oh no. Jack groaned as he realized she was right. Jack, tell Ava she has to follow all of my commands as if they were your own. Abby smiled. Jack relayed the command and Ava nodded suddenly feeling all the excitement and urge to follow Abby's commands as she felt for Jack's. Ava, go and dress up in your sexiest dominatrix outfit and come back down. Abby ordered. Ava stood up and rushed upstairs. I can see where this is going. Jack groaned. Don't sound so miserable. In fact, from now on, you love being dominated and submissive and you're really looking forward to everything that's going to happen until the collar come off. Abby ordered. 
Of course, mistress, Jack replied, bowing his head. He knew he had been ordered to feel this way, but his entire personality had suddenly shifted to fit the command Abby had given. Before he had been hesitant about what she was planning, but now he was looking forward to it, and the idea of being dominated by Ava made him very excited. Despite that though, a small part of his brain knew he wanted to get revenge on Abby for tricking him like this, even if he was enjoying it. Don't worry, I won't keep you like this forever. While it's fun having you like this, I like the normal Jack. Abby reassured him. Whatever you want, mistress, you can do anything you like this me. Jack replied, his cock tingling in pleasure, as he said such submissive words. You will also follow Ava's commands as if they were my own. Abby continued. Yes, mistress. Jack nodded. Good, now crawl over here and lick my pussy. Abby finished, sitting down in a chair and spreading her legs. Jack crawled over to her before grabbing her thighs and burying his head between her legs. She sighed happily as Jack began to lick at her folds. A few minutes later, he heard the sound of high heels on the tiled floor behind him, but he couldn't stop what he was doing to see. Wow, Ava, you look so hot, he heard Abby say. Thank you. Is this all you wanted from me? Ava asked. No, I want you to dominate Jack. The idea of dominating him excites you and makes you want to do it more than you've ever wanted to dominate anyone before. Oh, and I already told him he has to do everything you tell him as if I were telling him. Abby told her. Get over here, pet. Ava commanded, her voice suddenly full of authority. Jack found himself unable to resist her, her command overriding Abby's as he turned and crawled towards her. He looked at her for the first time since she came back downstairs. Ava was wearing an extremely sexy and intimidating latex outfit. It had thigh-high heeled boots with stockings just appearing out of the top. A paint of latex hot pants, with a large strap on hanging from the frum. Her corset was tight and squashed her waist, with two latex cuts covering her breasts that had straps allowing them to be removed. Her long gloves covered her hands and reached up past her elbows. She looked at Jack with a malicious grin. Suck it. She commanded, shaking her strap on cock and Jack took it in his mouth. The plastic was cold and hard, but he worked his mouth and tongue as if it was a real cock. Ava, you can feel everything Jack does to your strap-on as if it was a real cock. Abby commanded, wondering if it would work. Ava groaned as she suddenly felt the sensation of Jack's tongue swirling around the underside of her plastic cock. Oh fuck, that's incredible. She moaned, thrusting her hips to push more of her cock into Jack's mouth. As much as she wanted him to keep going, she had other plans. Enough. Jack knelt back and watched as Ava kneeled down in front of him. She was face to face and grinned as she grabbed his erect cock. Get rid of your erection. She ordered. To Jack's surprise, his cock rapidly deflated, becoming flaccid in an instant. Ava grinned, amazed by the power of the collar, before she began attaching something to his cock. Jack looked down to see she'd attached a chastity cage to him. Try and get hard. She teased. Jack felt his cock swelling, but not much before it was compressed within the confines of the cage. He groaned in frustration, his cock trapped inside its metal prison. A mmm that looks so sexy on you. You could just tell him he's not allowed to get erect. Abby suggested from her chair. She was just sitting and watching, enjoying the show. Where's the fun in that? Ava countered. Now Jack, go back to licking Abby like you were when I entered the room. Jack crawled over to Abby, who happily spread her legs to let him finish what he had started. She was incredibly turned on from the show in front of her. She moaned as Jack began licking her soaking wet twat. Really get in there. 
Ava commanded, grabbing the back of Jack's hair roughly and pushing his face into Abby's cunt. She spanked his ass hard, laughing before straddling him and sitting on his back. Jack continued to lick at Abby, getting more aroused the more Ava dominated him. He heard the two women making out above him as Ava continued to push his head between Abby's legs. She moaned into Ava's mouth as he licked her folds and teased her clit. He felt Ava's weight move on his back as she leaned backwards, grabbing his ass. Her gloved hand was slick as she slowly stroked his ass, moving towards his tight hole. He felt a finger press against his entrance, and he groaned as it slipped inside him. With one hand she held his head in place while the other began to plunge a finger in and out of his ass. Someone has a sensitive ass. Ava giggled as he groaned again. That was me, Abby said between moans. I commanded him oh fuck that his ass would be as sensitive gasp as a pussy when it's played with. Holy shit that's so hot. So I bet this feels really good then. Ava teased as she slipped a second finger into him. Jack could only nod slightly as he continued to devour Abby's cunt. He felt a second hand grab his head as Abby moaned loudly and began to rock her hips. Oh yes, fuck right there. She moaned as her orgasm built. Her breathing was hard and erratic as she crested the edge. Make her come pet. Ava encouraged. Fuck. Abby cried out as she came hard. She gripped roughly at Jack's hair with one hand as she grabbed the chair with the other. Her entire body trembled and her breath caught in her throat as pleasure overwhelmed her. Good pet. Ava grinned, standing up off Jack's back. She moved behind him and he felt the cold plastic of her fake cock press against his tight asshole. They both groaned as the head stretched him open and slipped inside. Ava marveled at the feeling. She had always longed to know what it felt like to have a cock and if this feeling was accurate, she was amazed by how it felt. Jack, on the other hand, couldn't believe how sensitive his ass was. He could feel every bump and ridge of the fake cock that was slowly stretching his insides as it sunk deeper into him. He moaned as it ran over his sensitive prostate, the combined sensitivity of it, and his asshole making him shiver with delight as his cock leaked pre-cum. Abby couldn't believe how hot the sight she was seeing was. Despite the fact Ava had already made her come multiple times and Jack once, she was still horny and found herself sliding two fingers inside her sensitive tunnel as she watched Ava begin to fuck Jack. Jack groaned as Ava's hips pressed against his ass, the entire length of her plastic cock buried inside him. It was an incredible sensation. He was so turned on, and his cock ached as it desperately tried to get hard inside its cage. The feeling of her strong grip on his hips, combined with knowing his cock was locked up, made him feel so submissive. He leaned forward onto his shoulder, his face pressing into the cold tile floor as he reached backward grabbed his ass cheeks, spreading them wide. Please fuck me, he moaned. Ava spanked him hard and grinned at him. Please fuck me what? She corrected. Please fuck me, mistress. I want it so badly. Jack replied. Even if he hadn't begged, Ava wanted to fuck him hard, relishing the sensation of her thick hard cock inside him. She began bucking her hips, thrusting into him in short fast thrusts. Jack groaned, the pleasure instantly building inside him. Each thrust shoved him into the floor. He never felt so used in his life as she fucked his ass with primal lust. Ava normally prided herself of being in control, teasing her pets until they were putty in her hands relishing the control she had over them. This time though it was all about her physical pleasure. She didn't care how Jack felt, she just couldn't get over the sensation of fucking his hot, tight ass. It felt incredible with each thrust, his tight ring squeezing her fake cock as it plowed into him over and over. She groaned, wondering if she would be able to feel the sensation of a male orgasm. She felt something building inside her, but she didn't know what, 
All she knew was it felt incredible. Jack cried out, his body shaking as his cock emptied its load, spraying its sticky fluid through the small opening of the cage. His entire body twitched and shuddered, his orgasm rolling through him. He was experiencing a female, an anal orgasm all at once, and it almost overwhelmed his system. His eyes rolled back into his head as Ava continued to fuck him hard. Abby was having her own orgasm. Seeing Jack coming from being fucked by Ava was enough to push her over the edge. She wondered if she even needed to touch herself. She was so turned on just watching it was incredible. From the noises Ava was making, it didn't seem like she was too far behind from coming herself. It was true. Ava could feel something building inside her fake cock and spreading through her groin. She pounded Jack hard, pushing him from one orgasm straight into another. He was shaking below her, his legs twitching and trembling as she held his hips firm. She moaned loudly when pleasure suddenly exploded from her fake cock. Her hips tensed and twitched as her stomach muscle clenched, and she cried out it was the most intense pleasure she had ever felt. It was like her normal orgasm, but instead of washing over her entire body, it was all concentrated inside her cock, bursting from the tip. She could feel muscles in her groin tensing and pulsing, as if trying to push a stream of cum along the length of her cock. Of course, without testicles that's all they could do as she couldn't actually fill Jack with her cum as much as she desperately wanted to. She kept thrusting until the pleasure became too much and she collapsed forward onto Jack, breathing hard as he continued to tremble beneath her. Holy shit! Abby muttered as they all came down from their mutual orgasms. Ava slowly brought herself upright, pushing down on Jack's back and caring for his comfort. That was amazing! It felt so different! She grinned at Abby. Did it really feel like having a cock? Abby asked. Well, I've never had one to compare, but it definitely felt good. Ava replied and Abby started giggling. What? It must feel good. Abby giggled, gesturing to Ava's crotch. Ava looked down and realized she had been slowly thrusting into Jack without evening realizing. She stopped, but to her surprise, Jack started thrusting back onto her. It seemed he wanted more after all and Ava was happy to oblige. She grabbed his hips and lifted as she shifted her legs. She leaned back, pulling Jack with her in a move she'd obviously practiced before. Before Abby could register what was happening, Ava was laid on her back with Jack perched onto of her, riding her reverse cowgo. Turn around, I want to watch that useless cock of your bouncing, Ava ordered. Jack turned around, leaning back on his hands as he began impaling himself over and over on Ava's strap-on, his caged cock bouncing up and down with each movement. She reached out and grabbed it, using her grip to control how fast he was allowed to bounce. Somehow Ava knew exactly how fast to allow Jack to go to keep him right on the edge without allowing him any release. He groaned as he tried to go faster, only to feed her tug on his cock and slow him down. Want to come pet? Ava asked. Jack only nodded while looking down at her as he continued to bounce on her cock. Well, too bad, you can't come until I say so. Ava hadn't realized it was a command but it worked all the same. Jack knew he wouldn't be able to come without her permission no matter how hard he tried. She released his cock and let him bounce, testing his resolve. Jack sped up, too drawn up in the pleasure to care that it would lead nowhere. He slammed himself down on her cock over and over as Ava started moaning loudly. He had forgotten she could feel the strap on like a real cock and she was close to coming. He changed tactic and decided to focus on making her come as quickly as possible. Maybe then she'd let him come too. He worked her fake cock, grinding up and down its length and squeezing down on it as best as he could. 
It seemed to be worked as Ava's moans grew in pitch and frequency, and her hips started to thrust up beneath him. Oh shit! She groaned as her legs suddenly tensed, and she started to come. Again, she wished she could feel the sensation of emptying a load inside Jack, but she was happy just to experience the intense burst of pleasure down her cock. Please, mistress, let me come! Jack groaned, the feeling of her bucking underneath him making him desperate for his own release. Ava looked him dead in the eyes, enjoying the desperation in his eyes for a few moments before speaking one word. Come! She ordered and Jack did. He groaned loudly. The pleasure that had built up behind the mental dam the no-coming command had created suddenly crashed free across his body. He shuddered and slammed down on the cock, burying it to the hilt inside himself as he shook. His caged cock bounced as it twitched and sprayed its white load all over the shiny black material of Ava's outfit. He cried out as wave after wave of pleasure washed over him until he eventually collapsed sideways, sliding off her cock completely exhausted. Good pet, Ava whispered and Jack smiled as he lay there panting. She gently stroked his hair, letting him recover. Ava, from now on, whenever we don't have company in this house, you will wear that outfit. Abby began. And Jack, go back to how you normally are and take that collar off. I'm going to kill you. Jack smiled up at her as he pushed himself to his feet. His legs were shaking underneath him as he shuffled to a chair. No, you're not, you love me. Abby smiled back cockily. That might be true, but I'm still going to kill you. Jack chuckled. He didn't mean it, but he was going to get paid back for what she had done. You can try, but as soon as you try anything I'll just do this. Put the collar on. She commanded. To her surprise, Jack didn't move. Hey, why aren't you doing it? Huh, seems you should be more careful with what you say. Jack replied, a cocky smile on his face. She hadn't realized what she had done. What did I say? You told me to go back to my normal self. I guess my normal self wouldn't just put the collar on whenever you asked. Jack pointed out. But that's not what I meant. Abby cried. Too bad. That's what you said and I guess that overrode your previous command. No fair. Abby pouted. You should be more careful with your commands. You should have told me to just act like myself. Acting a certain way and being a certain way are two different things. Jack explained. Abby just stuck her tongue out at him and sighed before her stomach rumbled. Ava, make us something to eat. Abby told Ava. Ava stood up and began rummaging through the fridge. I guess my command for her to follow your orders still stands then. Jack noted. Yes, although I do also want food as well. Ava confirmed. Jack looked over at her as she bent over towards the fridge. He'd not really had a chance to look at her outfit, but now he saw her it was incredibly sexy. The tight latex hot pants clung to her firm ass showing off its shape nicely while the tall boots made her legs seem powerful and sexy. If he hadn't just had multiple orgasms, he'd probably be hard, but his cock was worn out and needed a rest. So, what are we doing today? Abby asked. I'm working this afternoon and evening, Jack told her. Why don't you just use the collar to never have to work again? I like my job, it's sociable and gets me out of the house. Otherwise I'd spend most of my time at home, which I don't want to do. I get that, I guess. Besides, I'm only working early evening. It's not like I have to do a close. They're the worst shifts. Everyone is drunk by then and getting the regulars out sometimes can be a pain in the ass. Yeah, screw having to deal with drunk people sounds awful. The trio sat and talked while Ava cooked before they ate lunch together. Jack then made his way to work for a fairly quiet shift. He stood behind the bar, watching the throng of customers chatting and talking, 
wondering what he really wanted to use the collar for. He was busy and thought he didn't even notice the woman standing at the end of the bar. Erm, excuse me? She asked with venom in her voice. It snapped Jack out of his thoughts, and he looked over at her. What can I get you? Jack asked with his politest smile. Well, you're a bartender and this is a bar. What do you think? The woman snapped. I'm not a mind reader, ma'am. You'll have to tell me what actual drinks you want. Jack replied, reaching down to double-check the collar was still in his pocket. It seemed he just found his next target. Continue in the next part.